0: hello there welcome back to the black squadron podcast for episode 7 i'm bp aka the brandalorian uh joined by david aka k2s bro hello and we have a very special guest the one the only cam thanks for having me back yeah, absolutely. absolutely. We got some we got some pretty negative feedback the first time you were on. No, <laughs> uh,
1: well,
0: <laughs> with that negative feedback, I'm back. So screw you. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. we've uh, we've been shockingly, surprisingly lucky to have had no negative feedback thus far that we know of. Um, so thanks, everybody, for that. Yep, thank you. <laughs> Um, so let's just, uh, we're, we're going to hop into a segment that I like to call random thoughts. <laughs> um, just going to talk about a couple things over the past week. So apologies on my end for the gap in the episodes. I have been fighting a sinus infection for the better part of a month and it's just kicked my ass. So on the up and up back, we're ready to party. Um, secondly, you'll notice that Slade is not here with us this week. Um, Slade is taking a bit of a leave of absence, uh, just for himself, for mental health and somebody who struggles with that and has struggled with that. Uh, 100% we support anything he needs to get himself right. And anybody, honestly, frankly, if you're listening to this, take care of yourself. Uh, I know guys don't talk about this stuff a lot, but I know I've struggled with it. And, um, if anybody wants to talk, I'm here to talk. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. (laughs) All right, so now that the serious stuff's out of the way, let's get into a non-zero toxic conversation about Kathleen <laughs> Kennedy <laughs> oh, mental health. Uh, here we go. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I uh, I sent I sent it to the group. Someone posted a Captain Marvel poster and instead of saying Captain Marvel, it said "Please get therapy." <laughs> <laughs> that was um, funny. Anyway, Kathleen Kennedy, KK, as we call her, has mentioned in her interview, like in the last couple of days, that she does have a director for the 2022 film, and I guess we could just speculate wildly, fellas. Who do you think it is? You know, I'm I'm
1: with 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 the way that the Star Wars has kind of done directors in the past. Um, maybe kind of going outside. Uh, speaking specifically of of like the OT and maybe the spinoff movies, right? They they've kind of mm-hmm. done. Um, you know, like, like uh, what is it, Ir- Irving Kirshner, I think, did uh, Empire, mm-hmm. and uh, they, they kind of went with some decently sized, like, like, well-known directors for Rogue One, and then they started off with the, the Lego Movie Guys for um, Solo, and then moved over to Ron Howard eventually. I, I'm wondering if maybe they're going to kind of keep in that that track, maybe a director that's uh, known enough that that name means something to people, but not necessarily like, oh yeah, that that absolutely makes sense. Um, or I, they, they I, right now with the way that Mandalorian's going, maybe they just say, hey, Filoni, you want a, you know, a full two and a half hour movie? Here you go. You know,
2: the only thing I about mean, Fiona is that I've heard that he does not want to do big screen like movies. He wants to stay in the cartoon I'm, you know
0: i mean if if it's not broke don't yeah, fix it I
2: right, suppose, absolutely.
1: right i mean he, he's been killing everything he's done
2: right and i think that might be what the thing is, is that he's worried about if he goes to the big screen what's going to happen like if he falls on his face or something which mm-hmm. i don't personally i don't think he can i mean
0: no I yeah. Mean, he's got
2: so much knowledge in in it you know who know? i think it would be awesome if he would do it but i, I just don't think he will
0: i mean obviously we would file out in droves to go see a Dave Filoni film um, but we can't assume that it would be 100% successful I mean look what happened to George Lucas he sold Star Wars because of the that's other true. half that's true um, so I get it I mean he's been super successful in TV Why? I mean, everything he touches turns to gold so I, I mean if I was him I'd stay there for the time being and then eventually as a creator he's going to want to you know expand and grow so who knows maybe one day we'll be blessed with a Filoni film <laughs> Um, well, I, I wouldn't hate a Favreau film. I, wish I would love that a yep. lot. Or the director, I'm sorry if I cannot remember her name, director of Wonder Woman. Oh, oh yeah, and, sure. Like She would be awesome to do a movie. And not just like a female-led movie, just that movie sure. in general. Um, don't be wrong, I'd love to see her direct an Ahsoka <laughs> film. <I think. laughs> um, an Ahsoka Wonder Woman movie? Come on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, who is it? I can't remember her name either. I'm trying to think and I can't remember. But that that was one of the better ones that came out was Wonder
0: Woman. Yeah, it was it was ahead of the curve for DC films, yeah. that's for sure. So yeah, I think um honestly I don't care. It could be anybody. Yeah. It could be Rain Johnson again. I don't care. I just more Star Wars content yep. I'm in. Yeah. I mean that
1: that's what it really comes down to, right? Uh, it doesn't it doesn't matter yeah. to me as a fan. I I, um, I I want them to of course make quality things. Um, but I'm 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 not going to nitpick little decisions about certain things. I'm here for the universe and whatever story
0: it is that Disney wants to tell. So, yeah, there, there's something good in every thing yep. they make. Yep. And frankly, it's simple as if you don't like the movie. There are nine <laughs> other ones. <Yeah. laughs> or if you don't go ham. or
2: if you don't like the franchise anymore, there's way there's other ones you can go to. Yep. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, check I'm out in... check out Marvel. It's an upstart. <laughs> yep. I mean, yeah. uh, you may have never heard of them before. They, you know, only made multi billion yeah. dollar movies the last couple of years.
2: Right. <laughs> the, the, my, other, so, my other big issue yeah. with that too is
1: like it, you know all the people are like oh they ruined my childhood they're ruining all this stuff dude if 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 a, like a couple movies ruined your childhood you need to go to therapy
0: <laughs> there's a problem there yeah. like,
1: that's,
0: that's beyond just some movies and a franchise. Yeah. yeah, I've never, never quite understood that saying. Uh, yeah. Ruined my childhood. I can't, I can't even like begin to make that compute in my brain. <laughs>
2: uh, well, speaking of Marvel, I mean, what about that Kevin? Uh, what was it, Feige?
0: Oh, it Feige. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, Feige. What
2: if she got him to talk him into doing it?
0: Uh, she did. She did. He's.
1: he's, I mean, he's yeah. yeah, He's slated for another movie. Uh, it's right now. We know that Ryan Johnson has. Uh, a trilogy of his own and then we know that fay has some production uh with his name tied to mm-hmm. it and i believe in the du- directorial stance so hmm. all
2: right is that What's... Is that for the 22 one though or is that for the uh that's still up in they... the air huh? yeah
1: that one's still yeah, up in the air let... i, I think good. they're i think they're talking <laughs> about the replacement for the um, game of thrones guys leaving
2: okay what about ron Thou Howard?
0: shall not speak their name <laughs> what about ron howard's daughter <laughs>
2: Oh Bright, I Bryce love that. Yeah. Me too. I mean, she's done some pretty good stuff.
0: Honestly, I think the success of the Mandalorian, because every episode's just gonna get yeah. better and better. Mm-hmm. That any of those the what six directors are probably gonna oh, get yeah. shot. And Fiona, I
2: mean, Fiona he, did the first one. I didn't even know that. I had to look it up.
0: Yeah. And I didn't
2: even know he did the for C so I think he could kill it. <laughs> oh man you know
0: give me a, a taika star wars movie <laughs> <laughs> that would be a real treat hmm. anyway let's move on <laughs> <laughs> um so one other thing that's coming out here soon is vader immortal chapter Correct. three i have not played it i don't believe davis played it but i know Camp's yes played i it. have uh i actually I, I, whether, whether it was
1: right or wrong i actually picked up the oculus specifically for the Vader Immortal series. Um, you know, BPI. As, as you know, when we were in Celebration together, I was really pumped about the idea of a virtual reality game uh, in Star Wars. Um, I'd say episode one and two have definitely lived up to it. Um, not only just from like the whole, you know, holy crap, it's VR and it's in my face stuff, but the actual Star Wars steli- mm-hmm. storytelling part of it is actually um, really, really interesting, especially being... Uh, Vader's uh, apprentice isn't necessarily the right term. He's definitely using you, Um, but Mm -hmm. you do kind of, you know, you you stand up against the big man himself a couple different times. Uh, And you know, the episode I I, I'll get to talk about episode three in a second, but I do have to say, if you haven't played it and you know somebody who has uh, the ability to like share with you, absolutely play it. And if you play episode two, I swear to God, this rancor thing in it will scare the living daylights out of you (laughs) 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 i I play upstairs in my office and my wife was downstairs and this I, i it's not it's not a rancor but basically it's it's like a it's like a stealth rancor honestly it looks like a rancor forearms uh it's like a grayish black instead and basically it comes out of nowhere um, <laughs> this thing swipes at you near the beginning of the game, and I I literally dropped to my knees in the office because I did not see the thing coming at me. <laughs> uh, so it, it's 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 great. It's a great experience. Um, but but three is going to be really interesting because it's going to be the the culmination of both uh, the other chapters. So it's not going to be just the lightsaber stuff like it was in one. It shouldn't be as force. Mm-hmm. Um, driven as two was is going to be a good combination of both of those things that you've learned, and I think they said there's going to be um, some other thing that's going to kind of come in there too, some other kind of skill set. Um, but the really big thing that they're pushing for for chapter three is that there actually is like the final battle with Vader. Uh, I can only assume that's going to lead. That my my theory is is that's going to end with with your character dying. Um, he doesn't leave loose ends, you know. Um, but I still think mm-hmm. it's going to be a really great experience to kind of experience it firsthand uh, and really see, um, you know, the the end of that story. And I hope that that opens the door to other VR experiences um, on the Oculus and, and and stuff.
0: Is that the yes, final chapter? chapter three
1: is the final chapter. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I know I've been keeping up with some Oculus stuff, and for the Rift, the PC version, um, mm-hmm. they you, they're able to. They've ported over some of the quest stuff to the Rift now, too. Um, so the Rift has a little bit of a bigger player base. Uh, it's been out a little bit longer. Um, and I wouldn't be mm-hmm. surprised if they do some sort of package deal for all three chapters. Um, right now, it's $10 a chapter. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they do, like, 25 for all three.
0: What was the, uh, I don't want to say other or original, uh, I guess I'll say original. The original, I don't know if it was technically VR or augmented reality Jedi game. Or you just got, you had a yeah, lightsaber? Yeah, that was
1: a, I, you know, I don't remember the name of it. Is it Jedi Quest? Jedi uh, Quest? Maybe it was like the standalone thing where it came with a headset and a lightsaber, a physical lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it used yeah. your cell phone. Um, I, I never had a chance to play that one. Um, but, but they do have that. I know that they kind of messed around with a little bit of... Uh, another uh, truly integrated VR one, uh, something like a, a Tatooine something. I don't remember the name of it. And then down mm. in, uh, well, it's not just down in Florida. There's there's some stores around the country called um, The Void, and they do full-size uh, VR. By, what I mean by full-size is they give you a, a full rig, like a chest rig with a battery pack that has a, a, a VR headset. And then they build a physical area that mimics what you see in VR. And you're able to actually walk around and interact with things that way. So it's full body VR. Um, And there's a Star Wars one down in in Florida um, at Disney Springs called um, uh, Secrets of the Empire. And it actually ties into uh, Vader Immortal uh, in passing. Um, But that's that's a phenomenal experience as well. And I would say that, that secrets of the empire is a better experience simply because it's more full body and it's actually you being able to physically move through a space, but Vader immortal captures that as closely as possible um, while being in your home.
0: Sounds like we need to have a black squadron (laughs) business trip. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I've only ever played one VR game and it was the 2015 battlefront. There was a uh, X Wing VR, I guess, patch upload yep. or whatever you want to say. Um, played it once, and I broke my boss's record, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> his score record, with <laughs> one play. But it was incredible. Like you felt like you were in the X Wing, and when I looked out, like over the side, you could like, look into space, and my yep. stomach dropped. Um, so it's just it's just incredible what we can do yeah, these days. I, I just I just hope it leads
1: to more storytelling opportunities like this in Star Wars. You know.
0: Yeah, did you guys see? On I saw it on Twitter. Uh, some random dude made Jedi Fallen Order, which just came out this week. Um, he made his own, essentially VR out of it. I think he built a power glove and a lightsaber, like he can move around in his chair to be to be Cal. That's,
1: that's <coughs> insane. I mean, yeah, uh, you yeah. know, I, I picked up the game this past week, and that game is difficult enough as it is. I couldn't imagine trying to do it the way that he was. I, I saw a brief clip of that video. and I couldn't imagine trying to control the game like that.
0: Yeah. I also, I got the game as well. Um, I had not played a story driven game in many years. Uh, and I gotta tell you, I could really use some notifiers in the game to tell me where the <laughs> hell to go. <laughs> I mean, it took me way too long to climb that, death, that uh, Star yeah. Destroyer. <laughs> That's the very beginning. So I played like an hour, hour and 10 minutes. I haven't gone back to it yet. Um, but so far, I'm, I'm really yeah, good the I'm, game.
1: I'm probably about, um, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 hours in since since Friday. Um, nice. My my, my uh, load says I'm probably someplace between like 50 and 65% done. Um, it, mm-hmm. I So I do think it is. A little bit on the short side for my taste. Uh, we'll see what happens when I actually beat the whole thing. But um, yeah. the, all the all the like um, reviews and stuff are saying it's the best Star Wars tr- story driven game in years. And I mean, it's
0: I would one hundred percent agree with it. Oh yeah, yeah, hands down. I've been trying to uh, talk David into getting an Xbox um, over the last <laughs> week. <laughs> uh, get a- yeah,
2: hopefully pretty soon. Probably didn't. Time I get it, you know, Jedi. you know, part two would already come out. <laughs> so. Hey, that's alright.
0: I mean, Black Black Friday's yep. coming up, right? Yep. Yeah, I,
2: I keep pushing it to the wife. See what happens. <laughs> we can get a
1: black or a, a black squadron uh, uh, Xbox group going on.
2: Yeah, that'd be nice. Keep telling it. All my friends have it.
0: Yeah, party chats are a blast, man. They really change the whole uh, aspect of the game for me. Like, you, obviously, the game's fun as it is, but when you add well, first of all, when you have people that you can rely on to actually play the game mode, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that changes a lot. <laughs> um, so, yeah, big uh, so far. I'm, like I said, I'm an hour in. It's got like a 10 out of 10 for me, and I'm not even a quarter of the way through the game. So Yeah, it
2: looks awesome uh, from all the gameplay that I've seen and like people posting up. It looks like it's really fun.
0: I love how just brutal Cal is with the lightsaber. <laughs> Like, yeah, I love it. it.
1: It's, it's probably one of the first Star Wars games I've played where um, the lightsaber doesn't feel like a wiffle ball bat. You know what I mean? You, you come up to yeah. a stormtrooper and he's going to go down. Um, it's yeah, it's, yeah it, it feels it feels really great. It feels like Star Wars. Um, I think Cameron Moynihan, uh, the guy who, who motion capped and is the voice actor and the face of Cal. He's, uh, he did he's awesome. Yeah, he, that guy. he's doing great, I, I think. Um, and I really hope that sales are strong enough. Um, reception sounds great. So I, 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 I'm hopeful that Disney, EA, and Respawn will uh, go forward with, with maybe some DLC, maybe uh, a sequel. Um, I just would love to see more games like this.
2: Do you, yeah. do you think that this could push into a film at all? Like this could go toward... Uh, live action or anything? I think there's
1: potential. Um, I don't know, of course, how it ends. Uh, and I, So I can't, you know, that, that's yeah. completely dependent on, I don't know if Cal lives or dies or, or, or what. Right. Um, but I think that there's plenty of characters uh, in the cast that are definitely interesting enough that if they wanted to do something live action, even if it mm-hmm. was just, hey, in the background, there's, you know, uh, Grease. He's the, he's the pilot of the ship that you get. Um, hey, there's Grease walking in the background. Like, little things like that, I think, are absolutely possible.
0: Yeah, I gotta say, uh, BD1 is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> From, like, the second you meet him, he's just like, that's in, my child. In, in this past week of Star Wars, I, I didn't think there was going
1: to be anything that would beat the child in cuteness, and I was <laughs> wrong. <laughs> yeah. BD, uh, or, uh, uh, BD1 is... At the very least, equal to maybe greater than the child,
0: yeah. The, the, the asset. asset, yeah. As they say, uh, speaking of the asset, Disney Plus has been out for what a week, uh, yeah. And I gotta tell you, I'm surprised I've gone to work. <laughs> 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 it's so good, like, it, there's so many things, and I, I saw some people complaining that there's nothing. There's very little new things on there, but if you're got Disney Plus for something new, I think you didn't understand the product. Yeah, right. it, it's heavily nostalgia driven, uh, I, which I'm perfectly fine with. Do I want to get, I have the option at my fingertips to sit down and watch any Star Wars movie, any Disney movie, any Marvel movie, literally any whim I get. Like before I we started recording, I watched Heavyweights. That's nice. that's one of my that's one I of my, that my
1: my wife's like one of my uh, wife's favorite like not low budget Disney movies but you know
0: kind of like mid nineties mm-hmm. kind of flew under the radar kind of thing yeah yeah every kid in that is in like every nineties movie like, you can t- <laughs> it's it's amazing um, so yeah I, I love Disney Plus I mean I'm having a blast with it the only thing that I don't like is there's not a recently watched um, section. So if you're watching a show like my daughter and I have been watching Ducktales, mm-hmm. so I have to go. I don't have a clue which one was the last one we watched because it doesn't tell you. So I'm just trying to pick one. Um, so that's my only gripe is that there's not a recently watched. But other than that, Disney Plus has been well worth the seven bucks a month.
2: Yep, so far I haven't even gotten out of the Star Wars category yet, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I've explored around.
2: I've seen some, but. I mean, they're going to continue to bring out stuff. So it's not like a one like they're bringing everything out at once. And then mm-hmm. what you see is what you get. No, they're going to continue to pump out stuff like every month, probably. You know. Yeah, I
0: don't think Solo's on there until January, mm-hmm. because of Netflix. And then I think there was one other Star Wars movie that's not uh, on uh, there. Last, yet. Last Jedi. Jedi, right? Last Jedi. Yep, same deal. Um, so I've watched Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. And then I watched Empire of Dreams, and I watched a bunch of Clone Wars and uh, Rebels. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's what I've watched just, so far. Just, man, how
2: how awesome is that to have that at your fingertips? You know, just it's,
0: I mean, that's just, that's just what I
1: was going to say. That literally in in one area, you can get it's it's literally hundreds, probably five hundred dollars worth of, of content for right. like seven bucks yeah. a month. That's that's
0: nothing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and that's just Star Wars. I, I'm in love. Yeah, that's yeah, that's just, just Star, Wars. Star Wars. Yeah,
2: I did notice I some even... Marvel
0: movies that were missing, but yeah, I think it's the same deal. They're just on other platforms. Yeah, at the moment. I'm... I'm looking forward to, to you know a couple of years from now when you
1: know if I want to watch you know the entire Infinity Saga plus wherever else they go, it's all right there. Mm-hmm. One thing I agree with you with the recently watched thing. I wish there wasn't uh, they they would add that so that way it's like hey the, you know this episode is checked off you've already seen it or
0: whatever. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I sure it wasn't because on the phone it's on there.
0: Oh really? It's not. It, it might be on the phone app, but it's definitely not on my Xbox app. Okay, all right.
2: Um, yeah, I... um,
0: they did add resume <laughs> though. <I> noticed.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. For a week. Uh, <laughs> but it, it, this is a silly request because I haven't seen this anywhere else. I, I want to have. And I think Disney Plus would be a good place to, to do this, especially since, um, like, in Star Wars, they have that, there's, like, a, a, a playlist area where it's, like, Star Wars through the years. And it's everything in release order, which, awesome, that's mm-hmm. great. Uh, as a canon junkie, I don't want it in release order. I want it in chronological yeah. order within uni- universe, right? So I would love to be able mm-hmm. to make, like, my own playlist, put my own mm-hmm. things in there and order mm-hmm. them how I would like. If they're not going to provide that to me. But I haven't
0: seen that in any other streaming service yet. so
2: That's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: See that, that. That reminds me. This was not in the show notes. So I'm sorry to throw this on to you guys. But I see all the time people ask which order should I watch the movies in. And I see a lot of replies. But to me my preference is. I don't know why you would watch it any other way. Than what they've been released. Mm-hmm. Um, with the exception. Of perhaps watching Rogue One first. Perhaps, perhaps, I, but I th- I, th- I think the 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 effects and the digital and everything would throw it off a little bit. the The
1: way that I recommend it to people if if you've never if you've never seen Star Wars before or you know if if uh you know you're a Star Wars junkie but your significant other or your brother your sister whoever has never seen Star Wars before but you know about it I, I think you're right right a hundred percent BP I think you recommend them see it in. Release order, uh, OT, pre, uh, PT, and then bounce back and forth between the the sequel trilogy and their their spinoffs. Right? I I think mm-hmm. as once you get through that, I I I personally I love going back and watching it, episode one all the way through. I like to see the the, mm-hmm. the whole storyline go um in order rather than you know bounce between the the different effects in, in release is. order.
0: Yeah. Now, I guess it would be cool to watch it in that recent timeline they just put out. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be really cool, especially when Kenobi comes out I think, and Cassian. That's going to be really neat. What about you, David? What uh, order do you prefer?
2: Uh, I'm going to try the timeline. Oh, the yeah. You guys are, but for me, it's just like how you said, the order that they came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but for beginners, yeah, I think that's the best way to go is just from Rogue One on.
0: I was gonna say, I mean, the only hesitation I have to watch, tell someone to watch it from, a, literally episode one and on, is silly because it's 2019 and I don't know if anyway would not know this, but it was it does boil the, no, I am your father, yeah, but who doesn't know that? Well, I guess who doesn't know at least Luke, I am your father because that's what everyone, <laughs> the the uninitiated, <laughs> <laughs> uh, think it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think I think. um even even in the general public, you know, the people's got such backlash that even they're aware, I think, that, you know, mm-hmm. they, they aren't necessarily, let's put it, let's, let's, I mean, let's, let's get it out there. They're not necessarily the cinematic masterpieces that people wanted them to be, right? They, they didn't rate well on Rotten Tomatoes or whatever. Um, right. Mm-hmm. You know, to Star Wars fans, that doesn't matter. Um, but I, I, I do think people who have never seen it before, starting with episode one, I think could be rough because that it doesn't episode one gets the star Wars feel right. But I I think it only gets it right. If you've seen episode four, Mm -hmm. you know, right. Which
0: it's really unfortunate too, because one and two say, I mean, they have their warts, but three is very good from start to finish. The opening scene of episode three might be the best in all of star Wars. Oh yeah. It's gorgeous. Um, the whole movie, like from Jump Street to the end, is just one of my favorite movies. So it's it's unfortunate that people listen to what they've heard for the last twenty years about one and two, assume three is the same thing, and just not give yep. it a chance. Uh, so that's that's unfortunate because it's a, it is really a good movie, and Hayden Christensen really does shine in that movie. I know episode two was really bad. <laughs> episode
2: <laughs> three, he he rocked. Episode Hard to watch.
0: Three. Oh man, when he when he yells I hate you. Yeah. <laughs>
2: but i mean people it's like it's like wine man i mean you didn't appreciate it then but now you do because lucas had i mean that was his dream with cg uh cgi yeah
0: you
2: know and it just came out so of course he overused it you know
0: yeah, with episode two specifically, uh, blue screen he went blue screen nuts. Yeah.
2: And it's just... um,
0: which is it's unfortunate because that giant battle scene could have been
2: epic. Yeah. yeah.
0: And just think about if they did it now. Yeah. Oh,
2: man. If, in twenty
0: nineteen, if they did that movie now, yeah. like how crazy that would be. Like think of Battle of the Bastards from Game of Thrones, but with Jedi's yeah. and droids. God, that'd be so cool. Mace Windu, completely buried by just droid carcasses, like coming up in the middle. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm going to have to write this movie. (laughs) All right. Speaking of uh, episodes, episode nine comes out soon, and we have talked very little about it here on the Black Squadron podcast. And that is 100% Disney Plus in the Mandalorian's vault. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we just wanted to throw it out. We have not forgotten about it. Um, we are currently on, this is episode seven. We have one more episode eight. And then episode nine, fittingly enough, will be our Rise of Skywalker episode. So uh, stay tuned for that. And um, we're going to start rotating third host for a bit until we can get Slade back or when cam can join when he can um so i'm not sure who the third host will be for that but episode nine will be our rise of skywalker um so let's get into the mandalorian episode two so if you have not seen it turn off the podcast thank you for listening up to this point turn it off mute it whatever you want to do um
2: and before you do get on
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah go, go ahead and watch go ahead and watch episode two yep. um good stuff good stuff sex seems a little much <laughs> you know i i didn't think they would show full penetration i was
1: right very <laughs> surprised yeah.
0: but it was it was damn twilights. <laughs> i was surprised but intrigued it was it was it was classy yeah you know
2: they 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 it's, like, it's like a car ride. they showed more than his face i could tell you that
0: <laughs> yeah Oh, man. That blinking eye. <laughs> All right. Episode two. Uh, my just off the top observations for episode two was I loved that there was zero dialogue for the first ten yeah. minutes or so. Mm-hmm. And if I'm correct, I could be wrong. There was no human face in this entire episode. Yeah, that's that's correct. Yeah.
2: Oh, wow.
3: Which
0: yeah. I kind of loved. really. I mean, that that is Nick Nolte. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. He does look <laughs> a lot like him. Have you, uh, kind of a, a
1: small aside, have you have you read about how they actually made, I, I can't pronounce the, the Ugnaught's name. I, I I need to hear somebody say it before I know how it's going to be said. I think it's, I think it's like well
0: Qual Qual something <laughs> like that. I know. I, I wish someone would freaking say it. it it's show. what, spelled K-U-I-I-L, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, um
1: I, I guess again, like I said, quick aside. I guess what they said is on set they have a, as they put it, "quote unquote," a woman of diminutive, diminutive uh, stature, and and like yeah. this robotic face mask. And then Nick Nolte is off mm-hmm. on the side with with cameras reading his face. So I think that that's part of the reason why it does look like Nick Nolte so much is because it mm-hmm. really is his face just on a,
2: someone else's. Body. Yeah, exactly. Right.
0: I, I looked up and I wrote it down, the Twitter handle and the name of that actress, and of course I can't find <laughs> it. So... Stay tuned. <laughs> she seemed really nice. I followed her on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what else did we see? All right, uh, let's just go to that little cavern when he gets jumped by the Trandoshans. Oh. So that,
1: the first, the, the first dis-
0: disintegration on screen oh yeah man, that was sick i i, I
1: was like
2: whoa
0: <laughs> i was not expecting that it's, oh my god i've mentioned a million times i love the details of star wars like that's my favorite part when he kind of gets the feeling he's being followed and he like he's looking around first you see the shadows on the, on yeah. the mountain of the guys jumping around and then you if you look you can see the reflections on, on his, his helmet, helmet jumping right?
2: over him i knew i saw that yeah, yeah. that
0: was so that awesome right? it's a great detail yeah, I'm. Ugh, God, I love it. And then, of course, I guess the biggest thing to come out of that was after he <laughs> disintegrated a couple fellas, uh, the second tracking fob. Yeah,
2: right. So, so I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: Oh no, that was it. Go ahead.
2: Uh, the, those are the same ones from the Katina, right?
0: Yeah. So those look like the those look like they were from the Bounty Hunters Guild. Okay. So I guess the big question is, who sent them? Was it the client again? Mm-hmm was it grief Karga? was it a third party we don't know about? so i guess we'll find out sooner than later. hopefully it's uh, i think it's going to be grief Karga. i think he is a bad guy. Uh, you know i i i, I the, the the client
1: seems to be, you know, post imperial, right? Um, mm-hmm. but in everything that we've seen, we also know that there's uh, a moth character that's coming around based on the trailers too. So I'm wondering yeah. if maybe the client is post-imperial, but like kind of doing his own thing, and the other mm-hmm. the, the the moth is kind of more of a uh, loyalist.
0: Yeah, he's still towing the exactly. company line, and the clients the clients. Yeah, out for so I'm wondering if
1: maybe that's that's kind of where this is coming from.
0: Mm. Yeah,
2: I still think uh, oh, who's it? I still don't know the character's name. The glasses
0: that was with the client. Oh, the. But- Oh the doc Doctor Parish per- per- perishing? perishing I don't know. <laughs> a doctor.
2: I think he's gonna have a main role. Like he's a bigger part of it than what we're thinking.
0: Oh shoot, before I forget, right before we started recording, I did see that John Favreau said there will be no asset merchandise for the holiday season. Damn it. <laughs> and and uh-huh. that is because they didn't want anybody Spoiling it, any leaks, which is kind of awesome if you think about it. Like they, they punted on millions of dollars to keep the story mm. fresh yeah. and exciting. Like that's that's yeah awesome. I,
2: yeah okay.
0: You you said that I literally was like that's that's
1: hundreds of millions of dollars of merchandise that they could make easy, but the fact that they yeah. they kind of
0: said no, let's do it for the story. That's that's really impressive. So if you guys want some asset merchandise. Check out RDBP on Twitter.
3: Hey-o.
0: <laughs> Hey-o. <laughs> oh boy, I'm shameless. Shameless. Uh, speaking of the asset, when he adorably walks over to the Mandalorian to force heal his wound, yeah, I. That's. I mean, that's what he's
1: doing. Correct. Like, there's no. We all agree I, on I, that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Has to be yeah. Right? But but have you seen that
2: before? A, nope. That will bring in a whole new thing,
0: man. Like that's never. huge. It's it when I when he when I, I watched it and I was like, he keeps waddling over there. He's going to do something. But I'm trying to make in my mind how does how would the force heal it? Would it create new or would it bind? Yeah. you know what I mean. So I just—it's just so many questions. Like I, I want to know. <laughs> I, I want to know love is. <laughs> the man who should have just, you know, stood still, let
1: that, let that, let that little green thing do what it's going to do. You know. I love their dynamic,
0: by the way. Oh, absolutely. he's—he's <laughs> like, he's like an annoyed. Parent. <laughs> <laughs> But he doesn't say anything so like, he's just de- he's defeated but he's not gonna give up if that makes any he's, sense he's Look. already exhibiting
1: that like you can tell he cares for this thing more than he should and he's fully aware he shouldn't care for it as much as he does you know and yeah. and that's that's I that's I think what's the fun dynamic I I'm, I'm fully anticipating that when he goes to give the acid in I, I would expect that he does give the acid in and then has that like a change of, of conscious about the whole thing.
0: Whoa. I just had a thought. (laughs) (laughs) What if his feelings for lack of a better term for this asset is because he found it. Therefore it's a foundling like himself Hmm. and he's going to take it back to his Mandalorian brothel, which (laughs) I've named. (laughs) and they're going to make tiny beskar armor and make this first Yoda species Mandalorian. Oh, so a, a force sensitive Yoda Mandalorian. Force sensitive Mandalorian Yoda. <laughs> Yodalorian. Yep. Go ahead and cash the checks now.
2: <laughs> but I know once wow. he, he once he found that tracker he he looked oh, yeah. at he looked at it and said I have to protect it now cuz he knows others are after it.
0: Yeah, and that, he's probably pissed because the, the whole point of the Bounty Hunter guild is to not do that. Right. Am, am I right? Like, So he's been betrayed, essentially, by his own company. <laughs> so, and he doesn't look like the kind of fella to forgive easily. I mean, look what he did to this damn Jawas. Yeah. I saw him, and oh, I just started man. blasting, man. There was nothing I could do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> I loved when he was trying to barter with the jar- Jawas to get his stuff back. <laughs> and they're like, Inkwil, just like, he's like, I don't, they don't seem to like you. He's like, they probably remember, they probably remember me trying to toast some of their friends. <laughs>
2: I, I was waiting for the I don't like them either line.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. But yeah, uh, speaking of Jawas, the, the subtitles, I'm blown away by subtitles. Even though they've been in the previous films. But the subtitles for some of the aliens we've never seen before uh-huh. have subtitles, like the Jawas being snarky little assholes. <laughs>
1: right.
0: Yeah. 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 It, it, Actually, they reminded me of this. It's going to sound awful, but they reminded me of the French minions.
2: <laughs> because... Minions, right? Minions. I've seen a lot. Uh, of yeah. The, the minion yeah, comparison. They... You know, comparison. You know, like
0: so. I don't know if you guys have ever been to France, but if you go to France and you try to speak French to them, even if you're really good at it, they're going to tell you you suck. <laughs> um, Your accent's sore. <laughs> yes, and the Jawas dropped him on that. And I got to tell you, I can't get the sight of that goddamn egg out oh, of my no. brain. Oh, yeah. A, a hairy egg just makes that my skin. That is. I, I, when we
1: were talking about, you know, me jumping on this, this podcast and we were talking about the second episode of The Mandalorian, the, the first thing that popped into my head was, what the fuck was up with that egg, man? <laughs>
2: like,
0: <laughs> why is the egg hairy? Oh, man. That was so hard to, to look at and then think about.
2: Where did the Cadbury come from? <laughs>
0: yeah. I know, right? They never did say the name of that giant muddy rhino, but when I, when I had subtitles on, it said the mud horn. Oh, mud horn. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's called the mud horn.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, um, what was it that was in, uh, episode one, right? Oh, the reek. So I think that's the same species, right?
0: Well, the reek had three horns. Oh. It had one on its oh, head and then two, right. like, uh, mandibles,
2: uh, Maybe his other two broke off or something.
0: That's uh, possible. <laughs> a hairy ass rhino in ass.
2: He broke it off in someone's ass.
0: <laughs> so was was the Mandalorian when he was out of all his weapons and he pulled that little knife out and like bowed his head he, and pointed the he knife. He was praying. Was he was he praying? <laughs> he was like, or was he accepting defeat by a, a better competitor?
2: He, I think he was just hoping that he got. <laughs> the right spot whenever he rammed into him, I guess. I don't... I, I, That's the way I took
0: it. I, I was
1: kind of looking at it as like, uh, uh, you know, he knows he's going to get defeated. And so I thought he was going mm-hmm. to, the way I read it was, he was getting into a position and, and aiming the weapon as such that when the beast hit him, right, he was hoping to do the most damage. Mm-hmm. So kind of like, you right. may take yeah. me out, but I'm going to try my damnedest to take you out. As well, right.
2: Yeah. yeah. Is... Now, is he, does he know the force or is he just not, Recognizing what he's doing, what so
0: I I wrote that I wrote this down when – because afterwards, when he he was talking to Ugna Ognolti about it, Uh the both of them kind of the way that I under like the way I interpreted it was they don't they really don't understand what they saw, okay? So, therefore, they didn't they don't know about the force at that point, or they don't I guess they wouldn't know about it altogether. I don't, yeah,
2: that's what um... I mean. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I mean they had I mean there's got to be at some point you hear about it. I mean, it's after you know
0: well, I remember Ray thought that Luke was a myth because the Empire did their best to like snuff out anything Jedi and force related over those however many years it was, so I mean, and the Mandalorians aren't known for their um uh, inclusiveness. Hmm of other um, species. So true. I don't know. I, the way I took it is they l- legit don't know what the hell they just saw. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if uh, maybe they
1: are aware of the force as a concept, but maybe more mm-hmm. kind of like what we saw kind of on Jeddah, right? Where it's like a religion, yeah. not necessarily something yeah. you can actually use and something that, well, yeah, think that's yeah. a whole philosophical conversation, whether it uses you or you, you use it. Either way. Um Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I think you're I and think so you're, I, right, yeah. I wonder if maybe I mean it's either it's just gonna be kind of like a huh, that's a thing or yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's gonna be some sort of other, you know, direction on that. But it, it was interesting to see two characters kind of just be like
0: what the hell? Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah, he was like, "You said
0: what again? Say, tell me. Again. Explain, explain it to me yeah. again." So that little thing <laughs> picked up that five-ton <laughs> rhino, and I don't know how. Yeah, let's well, let's let's talk about that scene really quickly. When the asset is doing that, when he is using the force, did you guys hear the subtle force theme
3: mm-hmm.
0: integrated into the music? Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not. I'll have to go back and listen to that again. So if you go back and listen to it, you hear the force Theme. It's very, subtle. it's very lightly, very lightly in it. Um, but I, I noticed it right. The force Theme is my favorite star Wars song sure. of all time. Uh, that the slow beginning of it just makes just goosebumps every time. So when I heard it, I was like, Holy smokes. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: and to be honest, I had to have, I had my headphones on when I heard it. I didn't hear it like uh, without yeah. the headphones, but I did hear it. I'll have, and,
1: I'll and give then that another go. Yeah, yeah. Did, have they put yeah. the um, have they put the soundtrack up on Spotify or anything yet?
2: Yeah, they, you know I they haven't looked. They had, for chapter for yeah. chapter
1: two. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, perfect. Okay, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll need I'll, to look. I'll, yeah, to yeah I, was gonna, I was just going to say I'll do the same thing. I'll listen to it tomorrow.
2: Really good. I, I, then, I like the music. I know a lot of people are like, nah, it's not. But you know, once again, gotta get outside the box sometimes.
0: Yeah, it's not overly Star Wars. It's not John Williams. No, right. like, yeah, that's it, it, you. You, we're not, we're not going to be able to recreate that. But what we can do is add yep. to it and try to like something new. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> what a concept! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it, and um, it
2: goes with the show. I mean, that's all there is it, to it. It really I does. Mean,
0: like, there's nothing in the show so far, two episodes in, that has stood out of place. No, right. In my opinion, I, I think
1: the music hits the perfect balance between like a, a Clint Eastwood western and Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, right. and uh, I mean, you know, like you guys said, it's perfect for the show. It matches the tone perfectly. I, I mm-hmm. love, I love that opening, the the opening like riff thing that that's kind of like the Mandalorian yeah. theme, like the semi-whistling mm-hmm. kind of stuff. It's it's perfect. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, then uh, the asset walking around just kills me i love his little potato sack jumpsuit (laughs) and when he ate the frog
1: (laughs) so i'm gonna step in here for slade real quick okay uh uh, it's not that i'm picky but how Mm -hmm. the hell does a frog that size fit in a creature that size the force. You <laughs> see, <laughs> inside of him, there's a force black hole, and it actually shrinks yeah. everything inside of him. That's that's why they want him.
0: You see, inside of the asset is essentially the same thing of Hermione's ah. purse in Harry Potter. Got it. Perfect. Oh yeah. <clears throat> uh, I, Harry Potter podcast is coming up next, <laughs> folks. So
1: just to get, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the 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 hey, uh, drop that I, line I, from from the Mando was perfect though.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I I thought I thought it was funny though. It's like a uh, how they always say he's a frog and there he is, he's a frog.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that was intentional. Yeah. yeah, but when when the Mandalorian said drop it, that was that was total. <laughs> I have a toddler.
3: Yeah, <laughs> put that down. You relate to that.
0: Yeah, that was a, that was a I'm tired, dad, yeah. after a long day of rebuilding <laughs> my ship because of goddamn was stolen. <laughs> Oh, they are a menace to society. Now you know that I it made me think of after I watched the episode and I was thinking about it. Episode four, or uh, yeah, episode four, a New Hope, when they come back and they see all the Jawas have been just killed and all that jazz by their sandcrawler, and Luke says, "Who would do this to Jawas? Literally anybody." <laughs> Luke, have you talked to them before? Like, yeah, they, you bought stolen droids from them. <laughs> they had owners. All the
2: all the back talking they do. Yeah. that's who I'd set them on fire too. <laughs> I gotta,
0: I gotta tell you, I, I don't hate anybody, but Jawas <laughs> are close. <laughs> 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 I might start a coalition to be anti-Jawa. <laughs> 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 Anti-Jawas. Oh man, stick stick around for the anti-Jawa podcast. <laughs> All right. Anything else you guys want to talk about from that up uh, from chapter two? Um,
2: the speaking of the job, the you know the the ride, uh, what's it called? Oh yeah, you know
0: the sandcrawler. Sa-
2: yeah, sandcrawler. How many times have we played? You know, being younger, wondering what it would actually be looking like on the inside, and we finally do.
0: It was cleaner than yeah. I expected. Yeah,
2: it was. Somebody cleaned up a little bit.
0: I do love the analog phone system they have. <laughs> <laughs>
2: La- laughing at the at Mandalorian whenever he hit his head.
0: Yeah, and they have all these like they ha- clearly have weapons because like, they stunned yeah. him once. But when he was climbing up the entire side of it they just threw like garbage <laughs> at
2: him. Now,
0: and then he got to the top. That was like such a dick move on their part. They're just like, oh, we can't stop him. And then as soon as they get something, there, zap <laughs>
2: When he was climbing up it, how could I kept thinking of the old Batman?
0: Yep, sixty six Batman. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and, and I like the little callback to uh, the 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 Indiana, answer, Jones. Indiana Jones movie. Yep, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. and then Titanic, right? They did a little callback with Titanic whenever they hit the edge of the the mountain. Yeah, I yeah.
0: want to be on this story team that just sits around and think about cool shit from other movies. <laughs> yep. That we can make the Mandalorian. Do. How can we like... make this Star Wars? Oh man, I can't wait for the Fast and Furious, race. <laughs> a pod racing TV show. Done. Yeah, yes. Angry racing. Yeah, that's on the speed bikes. They live their life a quarter part of a time.
2: Uh,
1: I, I do think I do think my my favorite comedic thing from this episode though was just you know, Mando sitting up in the in the cockpit like we had mentioned, but <laughs> the one Jawa just looking at him and being like, Suka. <laughs> You know, like, Yeah, <laughs> he ate, son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> you know, it was great. Uh, that damn
2: hairy egg. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. And then they slice it and so it
0: oh, Oh, they just run a train oh. on it. Like yeah. it was a, a disgusting. S- a train. Suga <laughs> orgy. Yeah. it got really uncomfortable. <laughs> the,
1: the 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 thing I like about the show so far too is they they follow the show don't tell uh, rule of storytelling really really well. Right, mm-hmm. like in any other show, you'd have the Mandalorian be like, "Oh, these Jawas are disgusting. That really bothers me." Right, but he right, just had yeah. he just had that little like, oh god head
0: shake and just walked away it's yeah. perfect uh, i in my, in my head canon everybody who wears a helmet and any show but mainly star wars has a mute <laughs> button
1: so they're actually saying everything <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's my head canon because i thought about trying to make something like that for my cosplays
2: <laughs> well it's kind of like back in uh, uh chapter one whenever uh he says um I have spoken the first or the second time, and Mando's mm-hmm. like, what? <laughs> what the yeah, hell? Cocks his head back like, what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know he hit the mute button. He yeah, was this. Said, oh, <laughs> you, you did it again, Mando. <laughs> <laughs> Found the wrong guy. But, Which it, it kind of sucks that we do know his name now without knowing it from the show. Yeah. But I don't feel too i'm not using it and i won't say it because i don't know if i want to see the clip but it was pedro pascal yeah. who said it yeah so i like, i'm not terribly upset about it and that clearly that footage was the same footage that we saw at celebration they just obviously didn't play right. that piece um and actually before i forget shout out to the random uh staffer at celebration who walked cam and Slade and i from one building to another to give us the vader immortal posters. oh yeah
1: absolutely that was that was like, <laughs> oh, that's pretty amazing pretty cool
0: yeah, we went th- from the convention center to our hotel because that's where it was, the the posters for some reason. Um, mm. Now to think about it, she could have been leading us to our death <laughs> yeah. and picked I picked up a bunch of people on the way. So.
2: Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did for we Star get the Wars poster first, though? Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. I totally remember. There was a guy in front of us walking. He had a hoodie on, and I put one of my sketch you cards did. in his hood. I wonder if he ever found it. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this? Thing? <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, let's talk about, you know what? Actually, you know what? Let's do uh fan. <laughs> um, so this week's fan cast is Dr. Afra. So, we'll go around the room and we each have one or two uh or three. I have four. So, Good what's Lord. up? Uh, so <laughs> wow. yeah, Cam, uh, we'll let's you start first. Okay, sure. the guest.
1: Um, so Dr. Afra is probably my maybe not like the favorite character out of the comics that, that, that that's like been created for the comics and, and all that uh but she's definitely mm-hmm. up there she's she's really great and so i think you need to have somebody that's that dynamic to be able to get she's she's really emotional right uh, it's, <laughs> it's you need to feel for her but you also need to understand why she's gonna do the cross. Like the 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 backstabbings that she's going to do, you know she's going to do them, right? Um. So I, I looked around a little bit, and I, I, you know, the first thing I saw was Rinko uh, Kikuchi, I think is her name, from Pacific Rim. She's ah, she's mm-hmm. the 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 like the other pilot, the, the the female pilot of Pacific Rim. I think she mm. nails the look perfectly. I think she could really look. Exactly like Afro would need to in a movie.
2: Um, that's that's my second pick. Oh, hey, perfect. Um, nice.
1: Yeah. And I, I think uh, I, I think she showed a pretty decent range in Pacific Rim as well. That I I, I feel like she could really carry that role. Um, so that's that's my first pick. Um, okay. My second pick. Uh, it's actually the last time I was on here. I believe I, I I don't know if I said it or if we kind of said this person as a group. Um, Chloe Bennett from Agents of Shield.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: uh, <laughs> she she also I think could pull off uh, Afro very well. So.
0: Did you know her real name is Chloe Wang? Yeah. I did not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And she changed it for her music career. Actually, oh, mm-hmm. well, there you go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I have I have her on my as, my, as uh, an alternate or a uh, honorable mention because I think I've used her for literally <laughs> every cast we've done except Thrawn. <laughs> um, she, could she could probably Thrawn play too. Thrawn too. So I think that the Black Squadron wants Chloe Bennett to yes. be in Star Wars. Yeah, because um. yeah, I only have one left now. <laughs> All right. Do you, uh, go go ahead, David. Uh, uh, let us know.
2: Mine would be the um, Katana, right? From Suicide Squad. Oh, oh remember, yeah. I can't remember her name
0: right now. You, uh, oh, yeah. She could definitely pull off the physical yeah, stuff, that's for sure. Yeah.
2: And she was young enough. I think she was only like 27 if I remember, 28. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, I think she could pull that character off. Uh, but that's it for me. That was my
3: <sighs>
2: Okay. All snake. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. So, I have 3. And they are three different ages they go from younger when I say middle age, I mean like 25 to 30 and then slightly older. I'll say 40 ish. Cause I don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for my first choice, um, I watch a lot of romantic comedies with my wife. I, I like him. I don't care what he says. Um, so from the boys I loved before you on Netflix, the main actress, uh, Lana Condor. She was also Jubilee in ah, X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah. And she was also in Alita. She was Kiyomi. So she's already led a movie on Netflix. And they got a sequel like immediately. So she, I think she could be really good at it. She's kind of a smartass. She could pull off... I'm pretty sure she could pull off the physical stuff based off Alita. So... That was my number one choice, and she's like, she's young twenties. I'm not sure how old she is exactly. I'm gonna leave my middle age, quote unquote, for last because I, I don't think anyone's gonna think I'm serious, <laughs> but I am. Um, so for if we had to cast, let's say, a slightly older Doctor Afra, Ming Na Wen. No, oh, good one. I know she already has a character in The Mandalorian, but. I think it'd be pretty awesome to see her as Doctor Afra, like a slightly older. When, just when you had, when you had
1: told me that, that <laughs> you know we were going to talk about Doctor a- Doctor Afra and fan casting her this episode, she was actually mm-hmm. the first person that popped in my head. But I specifically didn't mm-hmm. include her because she already had another character. Mm-hmm. I, I, yes. I I agree with you. I honestly don't care. I can see more of her. I'm I, I, Well, right. we haven't seen her yeah. at all technically, but I, yeah, she's we know we know she's a
0: fantastic actor and she could do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, and I call this the Chris Evans rule. <laughs> Just kind to of be like, ah, <laughs> because... whatever, never happened. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, if one is be- clearly better than the other, like Captain, like, like, when you think Chris Evans, do you think the human torch? Right. No.
3: <laughs> so, yeah.
0: the Chris Evans rule applies here, in my, my opinion, my head headcanon. All right, so my third and final choice, and I'm not kidding, I think that she could crush this. Do you guys know the actress? Aquafina. I, I think Aquafina would crush it as Dr. Afra. She has that dry, witty personality. She looks like her I just think it would be a, a I whole think that run. would
1: be a, a fantastic uh, pick.
0: So if you guys don't uh, don't know who that is, listening, um uh, she was in Ocean's 8. She was I guess the Asian girl. <laughs> um, and I can't use that description for the next movie. She was in Crazy Rich Asians. Um, she was the her main character's crazy friend. <laughs> um, she's also a, a rapper. Her YouTube videos, I know they're supposed to be taken seriously, but they are hilarious uh, rap videos. <laughs> Couldn't even begin to tell you what the hell's happening, but it was I laughed pretty hard. Um, so yeah, Aquafina would be my choice, actually, for Dr. F
2: I I just looked her up. Now I know who you're talking about. Yep. She would be good.
0: Yeah, big big fan. I wasn't at first. I thought her name was ridiculous. But uh, once I got over that, because that's stupid, <laughs> um, I enjoyed it. Oh, before I forget, I did ask our Twitter followers who they would pick. And I got some pretty interesting replies. Um, I did get one person, Grapes of Black Rage, at Grapes of Black Rage, also said <laughs> Aquafina. So nice. we are on the same page, sir. Um, another, Chloe Bennett, of course um chency beatnik said that <laughs> benjamin <laughs> <laughs> um and then there's two who i don't know um so if you guys know them, you may be able to help so wookie how at wookie how on twitter said kara g or gee mm. and i looked her up and she is in the sh- on the amazon show called the expanse okay uh, who at new york comic-con we were invited to a special screening of it and we totally forgot <laughs> about it <laughs> um so i'm
1: sure it's great <laughs> yeah, the expanse has a pretty big following i i, I don't know mm-hmm. it but you know if any of our, our listeners can yeah. point out like who she is in the show and you know why she might
0: be a good pick mm-hmm. that, that could be interesting to hear <laughs> i go i googled her and she has the look i mean she could pull off the cool. look no problem and then, this the other only other one we got, and multiple people I think four or five people responded with this person. Um, they called her different names, but she has two names apparently. She has an actress name, and she's also a stunt Ooh. woman. So she is Samantha Wynn or Samantha Joe. Samantha Joe is when she's a stunt performer, as far as I can tell, and Samantha Wynn is when she's an actress. So she was in Wonder Woman, S.H.I.E.L.D., Man of Steel. And a bunch of other movies and shows we would watch. (laughs) As a stunt performer. I can't find a whole lot where she was an actress. um, But she was one of the Amazon uh, warriors. So she looked the part, obviously. uh, But I don't know who she is. But I mean, so many people suggested her. So she must have done something right in the past. Uh, So shout out to obi Don Kenobi for being the first person. (laughs) (laughs) And also for having a fantastic uh, Twitter
1: handle.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well done, well sir. Gone. Well done. Actually, you know what? Send me a DM, and I'll send you a Black Squadron hey, podcast decal.
2: Nice. that
0: BP over here. You know, it's early Christmas. It's
2: just...
0: Yeah, giving stuff <laughs> out, man. We're the giving stuff out podcast. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> we're we're part of the community. We love we love our we. Are, I say fans, but we don't have fans. We like there you to go. <Yeah>. All right. So, fan cast. That was fun. We it was fun. Dr. Afro, I knew it was going to be like that. So, next episode, episode 8, I'm kicking the tires on it, but I think we're going to fan cast Darth Ooh. Bane. Um, so stay tuned for episode 8. It's not the last episode, <laughs> but
1: we <laughs> know. <laughs> that's a that's a, a kind of, you know, uh, in canon a relatively deep
0: cut, you know. That's right. yeah, I like it. it. Yeah, so it's gonna be interesting. Um I know everybody started sweating <laughs> and panicking, but
2: <laughs> yeah. it's all right. We're coming back.
0: All right, so let's uh let's hop into cargo hall. So for anybody who's just now hopping in and listening to this as your first episode, firstly go back to number one and work your way up. Thank you. Um and secondly, cargo hall is where we just talk about our past week or however long it's been since the last episode purchases in the star wars realm um i'll go first just because i have i only got one thing this week and full disclosure guys i am severely out of space <laughs> um, so i need to either a get smaller <laughs> um actually like toys like they killed me and stopped making the three and three quarters so that screwed up me a lot um but yeah i'm severely out of space so i'm gonna be cutting back a bit um I say that, but I'm probably lying. <laughs> so I only got one thing, and that is Jedi Fallen Order. I picked that up for Xbox, like I've talked about previously, played it for about an hour or so. Big fan. Loving it. Um, Cam, did you uh, get anything Star Wars related this week?
1: I So I also got Fallen Order. Um uh, I, I don't know if I really mentioned it in the, the last time I showed up on the, on the podcast, but I, I don't necessarily collect, like, the figures or the toys and stuff. I'm more about the story, right? So I focus more mm-hmm. on the books, be they the actual novels or if they're in-universe or even if it's like, you know, Ultimate Star Wars where it's just, you know, pictures and descriptions and stuff like that, whatever. So uh, this past week I picked up the Jedi Fallen Order art book, um, I have not Ooh. gone through that a whole bunch because mm. I know there's going to be spoilers in there. Um, well, but yeah, the stuff I call. have seen, it, it's really gorgeous. And I got the Deluxe Edition, so it comes with this awesome slipcover, and it actually has a, a limited print with it as well. It's it's gorgeous. Um, Force Collector, uh, I think it's the last canon young adult novel that is, that's coming out before um, Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. That just came out. Today, I think. Uh, uh, I, yes, I, 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 I order all my stuff on Amazon, so when it shows up, it shows up. But mm-hmm. uh, so I got yeah. Force Collector today, and then um, one of my recent books that I got not not over this past week, I think it was like two, three weeks ago. Um, but I picked up the Secrets of the Jedi. Uh, it's a relatively new uh, com- mm-hmm. canon uh, uh, novel. Well, not novel. It's like a. It's, yeah, it's like a textbook. It's it's basically like luke writing about the force and the jedi order uh i I think it's like kind of between the time when ray leaves octo and before he does Mm -hmm. his force projection stuff uh and so it's actually really interesting to see what luke thinks about the force at that time in his life
0: you know yeah when i first every time i see that cover i mix it up or confuse it with the book and I feel like a Jedi pop-up book could be really dangerous <laughs> for your eyes. A lot of a lot of oh man! Um, so yeah, that that Jedi Fallen Art Book—I'm super jealous of that. I love art books; uh, they're just—it's so it's gorgeous. gorgeous.
2: Yeah, I, I, I want to start collecting those. I haven't been able to get one yet,
0: but yeah, on on Amazon, Solo—the Art of Solo—is only Ooh. twenty bucks. Oh and I think Rogue One is too I, I, don't, I honestly don't have a clue why I don't own those yet but um, I'm a sucker for those books and I really want the Marvel ones but they are so expensive well, as,
1: as, a, as a heads up um, over the next couple months I, th- I want to say it might be after the, the turn of the new year um, there's going to be a Art of Rebels book that's coming out that's oh, having yeah, yeah. A, a similar kind of deluxe edition kind of this, to the JFO mm-hmm. thing so that's, that'll be coming too
0: and the the art of books for the animated series just ha- are that much yeah. better, because I'm a sucker sucker for show sketches like yeah, storyboard yeah. art. Oh man, they 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 have my money already. Con, con, concept
2: <laughs> anything on there?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm right there with you. So, I think the last time that David and I spoke about his cargo haul, um, 75 minutes later, he got Good Lord. yeah. Roared. I think yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <so.
2: laughs> I think he's, got I a, think he's, he's still editing. Yeah. Um, uh, just so just one do? this time. Uh okay. got the uh, black series uh, 3PO and Brick
0: Babu uh, Babu Brick. Yeah.
2: It's a nice it's a nice one. I mean
0: have you put it in the freezer yet to see to have the eyes change? Colors? I have not yet. I was. Uh, I saw someone on the Twitter did it yesterday, and it was pretty cool actually. I mean, it's old technology, right, but right, it's still right. cool.
2: I might get another one so I can do that.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> I if my yeah. luck,
2: I would do it and it would just stay red. <laughs> and, and then it's 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 underworld three P O or whatever the Java is.
0: Yeah, uh, off
2: world. That's right.
0: So, um, so I wonder if I, – I don't know my Jawa history, but I assume that means they are from Tatooine. That's, that's how I'm reading into that too, yeah. hmm Yeah. Uh, David, are you going to or have you pre-ordered the Chewbacca C-3PO Amazon exclusive set? I can't. The Black Series. I can't.
2: <laughs> I, I'm, yeah. As much as I want it, I can't pay for that much. Yeah.
0: To, no. It's a, essentially a one-and-a-half Black Series figures for $50. Right.
2: yeah. And reused, yeah. everything. Same Chewy. Same yeah. Chewy. Actually, you
0: Actually, probably make one.
4: Make one right. yourself. <laughs> yep.
2: So it, it just makes me want to. I mean, are they going to do a callback of that in the, in Rise of Skywalker? You think?
0: Yeah, but it'll be it'll be C three PO carrying oh, parts. Chewie,
2: <laughs> I'm dead. I, I,
0: I, my heart. Died. Oh, oh man,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would I would laugh. I won't be able to stop laughing in the theater if that happened. You just see <laughs> he uh, Three Peel running around <laughs> with chewy parts. Oh,
0: God. And it looks like a big hairy Oh, God. <laughs> oh, you keep making it worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So last, last episode, we did this, uh, this thing at the end of Cargo Hall, and I actually really enjoyed it. Um, we said one Star Wars item, whether it be a toy, a book, or a prop, something that we'd love to have and i don't I didn't prepare anything for this, but I thought it was pretty fun so I thought we could do it again if you sure. guys wanted to um i would i'll just go first to give you guys a mo- couple moments to think about it but I would love to have a return of the jedi scout trooper pistol mm. nice um preferably in box because the the boxing the marketing everything from the return of the jedi was just so awesome but there is a local shop like 35 minutes away from me that has one, uh, but it's not in box, but it is graded. Mm. It's in like an acrylic case. It's so sexy, <laughs> but it's so expensive. <laughs> so that's the that's one thing I'd love to have. I was going to say,
2: what leg do they want of yours?
0: <laughs> I mean, I know the show owner, um, uh, show, the store owner, and full disclosure, I may or may not have floated some sponsorship ideas by him for our podcast um i would love to have that piece that would just be so silly but obviously i'd love to have a real prop blaster from any of the movies like that would be so cool um and then that interview the night with Ky- uh, Kylo Ren, Jesus, Adam Driver, and Stephen Colbert, and he's like, "Do you have anything?" He's like, "Yeah, I got lightsabers, got the suit, got <laughs> he the just, helmet." I just walked <laughs> <I just, laughs> <he> off <just, laughs> What are you gonna do? I'm Kylo Ren. Yeah, I, just <laughs> took, I took everything. <laughs> can we just, before you guys get into yours, can we just like say thank you for having Adam Driver in the Star Wars universe? Yeah. That dude he's is unreal. Yeah, fantastic. He's an amazing
1: actor, and I honestly don't know if. Anybody else could have done Kylo, Kylo Ren justice. And I'm really excited to see that, that storyline. end. you know,
0: and I, I kicked around the idea. I didn't throw this out to any of you guys, like, cause we talked about recasting too for in our fan cast mm-hmm. segments. I was like, what if we did a fan recast of Kylo Ren? And then I thought about it for a few minutes. Like, like, how do you even yeah, live yeah. up to that? I like That's like, if we tried to recast Han Solo. Like it's not possible. Well, they did.
1: <laughs> no, <just her>. <laughs> <laughs> all, all of them did a pretty good job you know
0: so yeah regardless yeah so anyway what what uh i guess david what what's one star Wars thing that you would love to have
2: original it's McQuarrie
0: oh McQuarrie. oh god oh, jesus <laughs> christ Shoot for the moon <laughs> o-
2: original like. oh man
0: uh, Actually, you know what we should do? That gives—that reminds me. Uh, gives me an idea. We, the Black Squadron podcast, should plan a trip to Skywalker oh. Ranch. Man, uh,
2: pulling my strings. That
0: would be. That would be so I, much fun. I,
2: yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, dead. Just I would die. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I could, I could stop living at that point.
2: Right. I, I, I'm in that same category right there. I probably wouldn't come back. I probably wouldn't come back.
0: Like, just, Where did David, you, David you, go? <laughs> you're a part of uh, Steve Stan Sweet's collection. <laughs> just hiding in the archives. Someplace. Just hiding, yeah. You're like, you're like the pink painter <laughs> tiptoeing <around. laughs> They're like, he thinks we can't <laughs> see him.
1: Shh. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't take anything, and he doesn't harm anything. So we just
0: let him wear the helmet. Okay. <laughs> he hasn't no, eaten no, in years. No, no. <laughs> just let him, yeah, just let, let him go. Let him go. All go. Right. Anything? Uh, anything else off the top of your head you can think of aside from <laughs> Rock <wrapping up laughs> <original laughs> art? <laughs> right, I'll
2: cut. the art books, the art of Star Wars yes. books.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll,
2: that's good. I'll settle for that, I guess.
0: I mean, I do. I have some. Reprints of Mercury stuff, and I gotta tell you, they're it's they're phenomenal. So having your original would just be like, could you even display that? Like, would you just have to like
2: uh,
0: put it in a bank vault bank, or something? Bank like,
2: vault, <laughs> uh, see-through bank vault.
0: Uh, well, is the man? I would be... Is the
2: Mandalorian armor made out of the <laughs> best game?
0: Gar- Best car. Best best I,
2: mean, I, I would be
0: so worried that my house will burn down or something <laughs> with that in there.
2: And I would save that before the kids.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that that, that is on audio. I would. That needs to be the intro. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That's the preview. <laughs> Alright, Kim, what, uh, uh, what about so you?
1: Mine's actually kind of simple, and I, I bet you I could probably find it. I just actually haven't thought about it until you mentioned it. Um, uh, I think it was Dark Horse that still had the comic rights for Star Wars stuff. And they decided to do an adaption of the original Star Wars script. Uh, so it, it was called The mm-hmm. Star Wars at the time. And everything's mm-hmm. kind of all switched around. Luke isn't Luke Skywalker. He's Luke Starkiller. And... Uh, the uh, uh, Wookies don't look like how we know Wookies. They look closer to like if you've watched Rebels, they look like Zeb. They look like Lassat.
0: Uh, yeah, the uh, the Wolfman from Maz. Katana's yeah, Castle. exactly.
1: Um, so <laughs> I, I've actually seen it and I've held it in my hands a couple different times. Uh, and it's not like it's out of reach. It's just I honestly forgot about mm-hmm. it, and uh, I I, yeah. I think I would like to have that actually.
0: It's, it's, that's the crazy thing about Star Wars is it's not just toys. Like it's the random things like that that just like pull at yeah. our heartstrings. Like that's that's such a nerdy thing to like if someone that like comes over to your house and you're like, Oh, look at this and they just look at you like you're a, a psychopath, <laughs> right,
2: right?
0: But yep. you love it.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> so uh look 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 forward to me saying, Hey, I picked up that the Star Wars thing in, in one of my cargo hauls in the future.
0: Hey <laughs> we are terrible Jazz. influence. That's why I hang around. Um so yeah. please tell your wife we're sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll
1: say um, that as the Amazon po- boxes pile
0: up. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Amazon. All right. So since we have a special third host this week, um, and Mr. Slade is not here for his Ewok agenda, we thought we'd throw an idea at Cam and see if he wanted to bring his own little segment aboard. And by God, or by the maker, <laughs> by the maker. he did. So... Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cameos hey, with Cam. Thanks so much. So, uh, ah. the idea that that I
1: have here is basically we'll take uh, a look at a couple small characters that's only appeared in you know quick second shots or maybe uh, you know just kind of been a very minor character, and I, I think it's interesting to kind of look into how those characters have influenced Canon's the uh, canon in other ways, or at least have been showcased in canon in other ways um so that's that's basically the idea um so today i have two characters i want to talk about very briefly um first uh most people have seen if you're listening to this podcast i'm sure you've seen star wars right so if or i would hope so or this makes no <laughs> sense
0: if you if you if you if you haven't Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to Everything we've talked about. I, I guess check out now. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, do, do not come pa- back.
2: Pause now and go watch. Es-
1: especially oh, if you want to know about this character for two seconds. Um, so uh, there is a Chadra fan, which is like those short rat bat people kind of thing that is in uh, A New Hope. Uh, her name is Kabe uh if if you go back and you watch a new hope she's the little character that kind of squeaks at the bartender and, and asks for a drink um and eagerly eagerly exactly Jackson. yes yeah. she's adorable um despite the fact that that is all she has literally ever been in the film uh she also appears in Star Wars adventure 21 not even just as a background character but she has a whole story devoted to her uh Essentially, she—it actually is built directly off of that that scene. Uh, I, the way I am interpreting the, the story in the comic is that this is prior to her getting that drink from the bartender. Uh, she goes to the cantina, asks for a drink. She has no credits, and and bartender turns her turns her away. As she's walking out of the cantina, she hears uh, a man and uh, some other alien talking about that there's a, a crashed imperial cruiser someplace. With some sort of item on it that uh, the the man wants. And essentially, Kabe, being a Chatter fan and good with technology, basically goes, sure, hell, I'll go get it. So <laughs> she finds this Imperial cruiser, gets through all these traps, find the item, brings it back to the man. He pays her the credits. And then I, in my headcanon, then that's where I put that scene where she goes and gets the drink. And the bartender hands her the drink. Mm. It's it's silly that that character has that kind of background but it is what it is um yeah. <laughs> and then the second character i wanted to talk about uh you may recognize uh you might not recognize his name but you will absolutely know who, who i'm talking about uh his name is elan sleaze bagano uh, because george lucas is not good with names
0: uh, uh, he's very subtle, <laughs> sir. Extremely
1: subtle. <laughs> I will have you know, Elon, Elon is a goddamn saint. No, I'm kidding. Um, so he's, <laughs> the, he's the, do you want to buy any Death Sticks guy from uh, episode two. Um, this, I, he does not have a story that, yes, so give it time. Uh, however, in the yeah. background of one, one scene in Star Wars Adventures number 25, it's a whole issue devoted to kind of uh Leia and Holdo uh, on Coruscant w- w- in their younger years. They're hanging out together in Coruscant. And in the background of one scene, you do see somebody who looks a lot like Elan C- Bagano and his child looking happy, running around, like holding hands and stuff. So in my mind, I, I-, I think that when he when uh, Obi-Wan said, hey, go back and rethink your life. I think he did. And I think he got himself all squared away and has a happy little family now.
0: So the force is literally the with force him. is
1: literally with him. Or you could take the the you know the 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 uh, more despicable turn at that, and that he's living a life that he never wanted to live. Either way, it's true. <laughs> but yeah, so that's 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 cameos with Cam.
0: Nice. Hey-o. It's amazing. I can't think of any other franchise where background characters matter as much as they do in star wars
1: (laughs) somehow every single character in the background has influenced
0: the galaxy in some way it's crazy like these prop makers and and muppet makers like they just made aliens and then 40 some years later there's characters you know what i mean like they like they have stories like it's bananas, and that's what that's what blows my mind when I think about that. We still don't know anything about Yoda, <laughs> right? Zero. Like, there's got to be a massive payoff eventually of what Yoda is and what the asset is, or what Yaddle was. Like,
2: it, it is pretty interesting <laughs> to think that the child though was born and Phantom Menace, right? If I do yeah, look, it was 50 years if ago. I do the math right. <laughs> yeah. So Yaddle and uh Yoda. because <laughs> i mean, Yaddle is female, right?
0: Yep. Yattle was looking like a snack. <laughs> <You know>? So
2: <laughs>
1: I think I think Yoda actually uh, went in hiding because he was uh, dodging child support payments. That's
2: what it probably was. Probably uh, huh? very true. Yeah.
0: Good guy Yoda. Hey, hey man. man. Yeah. Exile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: going to the corner store. Am I picking
0: up a gallon of milk? I will be. And Chewbacca, also a good guy, was an accomplice. Helped him yeah. get away. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man. He, you <laughs> know, bros and all that. And then he adopted. And then Chewbacca adopted Han Solo,
2: co-pilot and all. <laughs> the wingman.
0: He's like, I got you. <laughs> bros before you <laughs> 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 Alright, I, uh, I think that's everything we have for this episode except for, uh, just want to remind everybody, we are going to have a 300 follower giveaway, which is the um, Dominic Pace signed photo of his character in the Mandalorian bounty hunter named Gecko um so we are yeah. 49ish followers from that so uh, if you're listening to this and you don't follow us on twitter go give us, a, go give us a follow
2: and with the uh black series contest also will be announced next week
0: so Oh, cool we'll, so uh, additional giveaways we give away yeah, a lot we give just away, like, give away giveaway giveaway we spread positivity and star wars merch <laughs> 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 Um, And lastly, we are still on the lookout for Star Wars uh, issue number 94 with Wicked on the cover. So if anybody has one of those or an extra or sees one somewhere, please let us Mm -hmm. know. Um, So I think with that – Do you want
2: to mention the uh, toy drive?
0: Oh, yes. Thank you. I totally forgot. So we are having, for the lack of a better term, a toy drive. Um, So I made a list, a wish list on Amazon. I shared the link on all of our social media um, has Star Wars toys, bedding, winter clothes, books, activity books, stickers, anything I can find on Amazon from like $3 to $40 um, to just help us, A, spread Star Wars, and B, help people in need that you that wouldn't get it otherwise. Like there's a lot of – like everyone loves Legos. There's a ton of Legos, Star Wars Legos on Amazon that are 20 bucks. So we just – the thought is to just – accumulate as much stuff as we can through the fandom and then we're going to donate it either to the Salvation Army or we're going to make our own angel tree um, uh, something along those lines so uh, we shared the link and I'm going to keep sharing it uh, if you guys can please help out if you can't I, I totally get it uh, do you
2: <laughs> well, I wanna th- but I want to say thanks for putting that together though man it's cool yeah that's, that's really that, yeah that's it's a really good.
0: awesome yeah really awesome idea yeah so if you guys can help, help out. If not, no big deal. Just uh, either way and may the force may the force be with you.
2: May the force be with you.
0: All right, welcome back to the Black Squadron podcast. I'm BP, aka The Brandalorian. And I'm joined, as usual, by David out in Nebraska. Hello there. And we have a very special guest joining us from the Twitter world, Andy. Hello, how are you doing? Andy has a ridiculous Star Wars uh, <coughs> collection that we saw on Twitter and had to have him come on to talk about it because you guys know we're Star Wars merch junkies, so he'll fit right in. <laughs> Um I guess let's just hop right into cargo haul. Let's go over what we got new this week. Um I I'll, I'll just start this week because I actually got very relative very little. Um I think I've talked about it on Twitter maybe, but I'm putting a hold on all my collection to build a Imphes nest cosplay costume to join the Rebel Legion.
4: Oh, cool. like to see that one. So, you know uh, so
0: I, this week, I got my 3D helmet ordered, 3D printed helmet ordered, um, a lot of the necklace grib- griblies and I also got uh, <sighs> Jedi Fallen Order, if I didn't say that last week. I don't remember, to be honest. Uh, oh, and I'm, I almost forgot, my good buddy David sent me a giant box of toys. Uh, <laughs> he sent me the Walgreens exclusive, uh, General Veer's. Which is incredible. If you guys don't have that one, definitely go get it. It's unbelievable. Um, Mm -hmm. And what else is in that box? Oh, Han Solo uh, makes Solo Two happen. Twelve inch figure and two Captain Phasma's. One of which I'm going to turn into Captain Cardinal for David. Yes. Oh, cool. (laughs) And that's all I got this this past uh, ten days or so. It's been light relatively. So, uh, David, what'd you get this week?
2: Uh, This week I got. The uh, six inch black series car Dune, finally.
0: Oh, nice. Yep, she was pretty. Oh, that she's so good, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a nice uh, character.
2: I also found the uh, the dune and ig11
0: pop. How good is that car doom pop, by the way? Awesome, very good. My only my the... only gripe, and I'm going to fix it on mine, is the Blaster's the wrong color, it's silver and it should be black. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, I
2: noticed that too, but they're they're. Pops have been like, their um, the stuff that they've been putting out. really good now, especially oh. the the 10 inch ones.
0: Oh yeah, that. Have you guys, uh, Andy? Have you seen the 10 inch uh, Baby Yoda pop they just announced?
2: Yeah, so I
4: saw it. I have not found any place though so that you can order it yet. Yeah. I mean,
2: uh, apparently, from what I'm saying from what I'm reading, it's not going to be till late January to get those. That makes like, any, That makes
0: sense. Any kind of Yoda, the little. The other dudes, but I'm definitely getting that 10 inch Funko. That, it, just, yeah. it, oh, yeah. it looks per, it's perfect. Yeah. like that's the perfect and,
2: one. And if that Mando that you showed me, the one that has him holding them,
0: yes, I still don't know if that's real. <laughs> I hope it is.
2: Yeah, I'm hoping it is also. I can't find anything, but maybe it was just a leak or something. Uh, like
0: in that. our in our group chat, I found a picture online. I don't even know where I found it, but I found a Mandalorian Funko Pop where he's holding Baby Yoda oh my goodness um, so I don't know if it's real it looked pretty real um, but I have not been able to find it since that one picture I found so let's hope it's real yeah <laughs> let's hope
2: it's real and uh, last thing I got was the uh, finally got an Art of Star Wars um, <laughs>
0: episode 3 Art of Star Wars book oh nice it's, Oh, so nice. awesome
2: yeah
0: I love those I, <laughs> yeah I uh, may not, or may or may not, have been enabling David to purchase those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the art of
4: Star Wars books! All of them are fantastic.
2: Yeah, the, the that's going to be my new thing now is getting those those books on
0: Amazon. They're all reasonably priced too. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: found the uh, Rogue One for twenty bucks. Yeah,
0: it's that's a um, steal.
2: Definitely going to get that one. But yeah, those are going to be my new favorite hobbies right now.
4: All right. Andy, what'd you get this week? Uh well how many days are we gonna go back? Uh let's go ten days. <laughs> ten days. Okay. Um well I added more to my t shirt collection. If you haven't ever seen that on Twitter, I've been doing a t shirt of the day. Um because I got kinda of goaded by some of the other collectors that uh I was talking about. I just showed one and then I said, Hey, would you all wanna see a t shirt of the day? Well, right now I'm on number fifty five. Um, nice. and I have not repeated a t shirt. Wow. And I actually have, I was telling the group of them that I, I talked to, I, I put out a blast of this every morning. And, um, uh, I said, just so you know, uh, I finally finished one drawer. I have four more to go, <laughs> and they hold about 40 t shirts each. <laughs> That's crazy. So I, yeah. I added to that, um, I actually managed to score, and I was extremely happy. The Hot Wheels version of the Racer's Crest and the Raider ATST. I have not seen any those, on, of those in the wild. I yes. found those in Kohl's on Black Friday. Oh wow! And I actually <laughs> went in there for a different reason, and I completely forgot it was Black Friday, and I just happened to be walking past, and I'm like, "Oh well, let's go check out the Star Wars stuff." Um, and let's see. Oh, I just got in the new uh, Knights of Ren uh, Hot Topic exclusive. Ooh. Yeah, that one looks real nice. And, uh, well, i got a Hot Topic order in, so I got a few pins that, you know, let's say, like, Visit Endor and Tatooine, Sands of Your Dreams, and that sort of stuff, just because, well, they were neat. I got a Yoda Welcome Matt it uh, says, nice. uh, well, welcome you are. <laughs> and he's all done in green, of course. And I got two new Nutcrackers, a Boba Fett and a Darth Vader. Nice. Tis the season. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And I got uh, a Sith uh, Sith Trooper shirt for, and it says enlist in the Sith Army. I just saw, it that, saw that, and I was like, well, that's got to get <laughs> Um Yeah. And let's see. Um, had to be going back 10 days. Um, other than that, there's a bunch of stuff I ordered, you know, for pre-order and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, they'll be coming out whenever they... Get posted out and everything. I'm trying to think of anything else that I got this week.
2: What's your latest um, pre-order that you got?
4: Well, let's see. The latest pre-orders is from Hasbro uh, Pulse. Every one of the vintage figures and six-inch black series that they're coming out from now till the end of June. Oh, they wow. posted them all. They posted them all the other day, and just. Yep, go ahead. Here, take my money. <laughs> I, uh, okay. I pre I ordered the Mando and
0: Cardoon vintage collection, and mm-hmm. uh, the email went to my wife's account. And, and
4: she's like, Did you <laughs> pre order something that you won't get until June? <laughs> so, yes, I did. Yeah, but you got to think about it this way you don't pay for it until they ship it. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean,. I've got, on pre-order with them also, I've got the new Boba Fett Black Series helmet and the Luke Skywalker Hyper Real figure, which if you mm-hmm. haven't ever seen those, mm-hmm. oh my god. Well, I have a video on YouTube of my Darth Vader one, and those are, yeah, they're a little bit pricey. I mean, they were, they're eighty eight, bucks. Yeah. But, the fact, it's an 8-inch figure, and it has an endoskeleton. Yep. So there's no joints, there's no pins or anything like that, and any way a person can move is the exact way he can move. It's really always. cool. At, at yeah. Star Wars
0: Celebration, Hasbro, the lady let me take it out of the case and just like play with it a little bit. Yeah, I, I gotta tell you, those things are silly.
4: Well, I saw. I didn't get to make Celebration this year. Actually, the only Celebration, believe it or not, I've been to is the 40th uh, one for 2017 in Orlando. The 40th in Orlando. That's the only one I've been able to make it with. I was in the Navy for 24 years um, on submarine. So my time's never really kind of <laughs> caught up and then couldn't go to I can't go to California and Chicago. I was all set to go and then uh my job kind of took a turn and I wasn't even I was told they canceled everybody in the I work at a nuclear power plant and they canceled everybody's vacation. So Oh, no. Yuck. Yeah. Fortunately, <laughs> yeah. it was It was well enough far. It was far enough out that I didn't have to purchase tickets and then get rid of them. Yeah, I just was like told. I was like, "Can I go?" And they're like, "Is it like a once in a lifetime thing?" I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Is it Star Wars?" I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "That's not once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime (laughs) is weddings, you know, graduations, you know, commissioning of naval ships, you know, stuff like that." To be fair, there was a couple weddings at Star Wars Celebration. Oh, I'm sure.
2: (laughs) so did i hear you won't be able to go to the california one
4: that is correct unfortunately i Um, will not be able to go well you can live vicariously through us uh Uh, i will be we'll be there (laughs) (laughs) because i really want to go especially since that one's going to be for i mean empire strikes back is going to hit 40 years Mm -hmm. and that's going to be a big deal because i know i bought so much 40th anniversary memorabilia when i was there at Oh, and the other thing that I got in, um, since you mentioned it, was Art of the uh, Jedi Fallen Order book. Oh, yeah. Which, that is amazing. I need to order that yeah. one. I need to order that one to oh, the Rebels.
2: There, there's uh, two separate ones, right? There's like a,
4: an Aaliyah exclusive yeah, one or something like, something that, like yeah. that. Yeah, and this it's about probably three-quarters of an inch thick, and it's a, it's a coffee table book. I mean, it's yeah. huge. But it's it's absolutely gorgeous, and I started looking through it, and then I looked at one of the. Uh, they actually have a slip of paper in it, and they say that it says on the paper, "This book contains spoilers. If you have not finished the game, we do not recommend looking through the rest of the book." And I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm done." So I put it, <laughs> put it on the shelf because I want to finish the game, and I'm a I'm a very slow video game player, so. What, uh... I take my time, look for everything, and I'll get to, you know, I mean, it. I, I hate to say it this way, but um, off the s- topic of Star Wars, Tomb Raider, it took me two years to finish that <laughs> what, uh What console do you use? Uh, Xbox and uh, 360 and Xbox
0: One. Oh, hey, when we're done here, let's uh, swap gamer tags. We're both on Xbox.
4: Awesome. And actually, my Xbox 360 is the limited edition Star Wars version that they came out with the R2D2 body and the C3PO controller. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I've been doing this a while. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before we yeah. before we get into your massive uh, collection, let's just talk about the Mandalorian real quick. Um, anything you guys? Anything in particular jumped out to you? Episode three and four.
4: Um, episode three. Uh, just, I I had to close my mouth like five times because of stuff I could not believe they did. I was just floored with that episode, unbelievably. And the um, Mandalorians coming at the end to save them save and all that. I mean, just unbelievable. It's just the, the the soundtrack, the cinematography, the effects. And I would say the script, but... There's such good storytelling in this. I mean, since episode one, that you don't need to have a script. And I can completely understand exactly what's going on in the story. I don't need somebody to go, well, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. It's Mm -hmm. like, it's so obvious. Episode four was a little bit slower, but I thought it was very, very important to the pace of this episode was very important to the story. And it wasn't until I watched it the uh, third time that I picked up about that they had mentioned that they had been there for quite a few weeks. Because mm-hmm. he makes a comment about you know a few weeks to Cardoon that a few weeks back we made some noise. It's going to be mm-hmm. noticed. Yeah, I caught right. that the second time I watched it with. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've listened to our show before, but I, I always watch it once
0: regularly, and then the second time I watch it with uh, subtitles.
4: Uh, ah. so I caught that the time because of that yeah and what's funny is I have a friend of mine he's a few years older than me you know he and I'm 50 for the, those of you who don't know um, and I was been showing him previews of it and everything like that and he's he knows Star Wars right and, you mm-hmm. know he, he was a teenager when the movies came out and everything like that and I showed him the previews of this show and well now every Sunday he comes over to watch uh, the latest episode with me and we sit here and we talk about it and you know and he he asked questions and everything because he doesn't have the knowledge you know because mm-hmm. there were some things I pointed out to him like he didn't notice Cardoon's tattoo and even when he finally when I said look at her tattoo and he finally noticed it and he's like I don't even know what that symbol is and I'm like <laughs> okay <laughs> you know or the uh fact that I can't remember her name the villager that takes a liking to the Mando. Yeah. Uh, is it Omera? Is
3: that what it was? O'Mara, yeah. I think days? it's Omera.
4: You know, the fact that she winds up with a rel B 10, 10, mortar gun, which was boss gun and mm-hmm. empire strikes back, you know? And he's like, yeah, you notice all that stuff. But, and I just think the show is absolutely incredible. And John Faribov being in episode three as a visa at the end there, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, I already pre-ordered that figure as well this week when I saw that one pop up in Best Buy. If you guys haven't seen that yet, yeah. I'm sure you guys have. And the Hot Toys is making it really hard for me not to drop $300 on a figure. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even, <laughs> don't even get me started on Hot Toys. I spent too much money on everything else. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, oh, and yeah, when you asked me about pre-orders. One of the other things I pre-ordered was the uh, Rise of Skywalker Expanded Edition novel. The new oh, Alphabet yeah. Squadron, um, the new Thrawn Ascendancy, mm-hmm. and the sequel to Queen Shadow by E.K. Johnson. Yep. I'm trying to remember what the name of the book is, but all four of those just popped up on Amazon, showed up in my inbox. You ordered this. Would you consider when you order this? Yeah, just my money. <laughs> just and, and, you, yeah.
0: and if anybody who still needs to get Queen Shadow, I just <clears> saw on <throat> <at> Amazon <throat> that it's only $9 for the hardcover right now. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so it's a it's a, it's a good it answered a twenty year question that I didn't that I've always wanted to know the answer to with Qui-Gon and her, so I was excited yep. for just that alone. Yeah, there was
4: that was a very, very good book. I actually oh. just finished uh Resistance to <laughs> Um as I was uh driving home. Uh I do a lot of audiobooks right now um, mm-hmm. since Um, My lifestyle right now kind of demands it because I have about an hour and a half or about two hours in the car every night. So audio books are good. A lot of the, if you guys haven't ever done them, um, the ones that – and mine are only Star Wars. And there has been – I was a little skeptical about them at first, but – they actually, you know, I was I was expecting somebody to just sit there and read. And Mark Thompson is one of their normal oh. most common uh readers. And he changes the voices and they have the music in the background and they have the special effect or this you know, special effect sounds for blasters mm-hmm. and everything. So it almost makes it like you're kinda watching a movie without seeing something in front of you. Yeah. So yeah, David. Uh, I believe you're into audiobooks too, right?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. Mark Thompson's great.
0: Yeah, I mean he, color, yeah.
2: he colors everything for me, you. Know? And, uh, yeah, and at, he...
0: at, at New York Comic Con, he actually came out in the panel. I was in the panel for the new uh, Star Wars books, <gasps> and he came oh, out really. And he read a he read the passage to introduce the new Thrawn trilogy as Thrawn. And it was incredible. Oh, I love his voice as Thrawn. Yeah, it was so oh, good. Perhaps. So good. Yeah, he's just amazing. Um, in episode four of The Mandalorian, the thing that I just absolutely popped for the most was when he called the child a womp rat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. A little womp rat. But, yeah, that's a weird little callback. And that's what the show's really been for me is just a bunch of callbacks and things, and it's just been so yeah. great.
4: Yeah, I've been surprised at how many nods they have given to everything, just little here and there and everything. and. Uh, and that's the one thing that, like I said, I have a friend now who comes over, and you know he doesn't get all that stuff, but he's so enthralled with the story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I even asked him again on Sunday. I'm like, "So do you?" And he's like, "No, I don't need to watch. I don't need to know everything about Star Wars like you do." But this show is just amazing. I, in my my real job, my real life, I um I make training
0: documents, and mm-hmm. I I have put this is the way in. <laughs> nice. multiple, multiple times now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to work in. I have spoken somehow without coming across like super dickish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Good luck on that. We yeah, I always I get a look whenever I say that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have spoken.
2: I, I walked into the boss and I said, "I'm not working today." <laughs> I have spoken. How did that go? He goes, "Yeah, you can go ahead and keep speaking if you want to, <laughs> while you're working.
0: Just, yeah. don't just don't come back." Yeah. Uh, right. But
2: uh, back to back to the callbacks, though mm-hmm. I think they they drive on to show the viewers that how uh, hardcore they are on Star Wars. You know, like they purposely put all these callbacks to let the viewers know we're not playing around when we're doing this stuff. You know, like we we really are into. Because I yeah. think a lot of people still think like you know, you know John and. Um, Dave, or just like not so much Dave, maybe, but John, just out there for the money, you know. And he's not, I mean, this dude's really been into Star Wars for a long, long, long time. And yes, he's probably had this script done for about five, six years yeah. already,
0: you know. Yeah, I remember him saying in so. Celebration that he had he wrote the story before he even contacted Lucasfilm, <laughs> right? So,
2: and I like that. I love all the Easter egg stuff, man. really cool
0: i I can't every friday i can't wait for every friday now
3: (laughs) yeah
4: yeah it's like my biggest problem it's the one day my biggest yeah go ahead my biggest problem is whether or not i'm going to call out call out of work so i can stay (laughs) home and watch
0: yeah that's the one day week i'm fine with if my toddler happens to wake up super early
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) and what is it the week of um Rise the Rise Skywalker. Of
4: Skywalker is in Wednesday right yep. Isn't it on yes Wednesday or something? yes it is
2: okay
4: all right and so. I'm, I'm very happy that they've already started making season two in fact I from what I read they're almost done with it.
2: and that let, it lets me think also he has something else going on pretty soon for them yeah. to kick that out that mm-hmm. that soon means he's got something else in the works coming up and,
4: well, I've I read a rumor and, of course, there's so many people out there with, you know, oh, I saw this or I inferred this and everything like that. But I'm really hoping it is true that their reason why they're already wrapping up season two is because they're writing the script for season three, I mean, which um, I am perfectly OK with. That. Yeah, I'm fine with that.
0: <laughs> Just keep the content coming. I'm happy. I was yeah.
2: even thinking more of like the screen, like, you know, like theater wise. Yeah. Um, oh maybe maybe he's got something going on with that.
0: I mean maybe so Favreau and Feige have done magic together before. I mean Yeah. Let's do it again. <laughs> I'm fine with it.
2: And that's probably why they were like no sweat off of their back whenever the um those I can't ever remember their names. What's their names? Uh from Game of Thrones. Dudes? Oh yeah. Can't
0: those who shall not be spoken of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but
2: yeah that's probably why they were just like all right go on go on to netflix i guess yeah
0: I, it's this the possibilities are endless i it's super exciting but uh i guess let's hop into the andy's collection because i don't know if you guys follow andy what's your twitter handle
4: uh andy jedi one six
0: andy jedi 16 so go ahead and go follow him and just look at his collection i don't know if it's only in that one room or not but it's it's stuffed
4: and (laughs) yeah it's uh most of it is in that one room um there's actually a um four-door closet you know one of those you know standard bifold doors Mm -hmm. that you have in your room that entire closet is stuffed um, I have stuff in my bedroom and my closet and a cabinet in there. And then there was a, um, follow on video of my two, what I call high prized, you know, items, uh, that I have two white cabinets that are six feet tall, four feet wide that are stuffed with, you know, plates and statues. And that's where actually my Darth Vader hyper real is and, other things like that. So that uh, that's got about two minutes there, and then I have another cabinet that I put in there that isn't sealed. That's my only problem with it. And that has my one of my prized and joy of my uh, money and Falcon. What's um, that?
0: What year is that from?
4: Um, that would be the Diagostini uh, model kit one. Mm-hmm. If you've never looked that up, mm-hmm. they send it to you four kits a month. And it takes twenty five months to get them. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, and <laughs> it is a one to one replica of the prop that they used from Empire Strikes Back, which oh, was man. the one that was filmed the most. That's cool. And they actually had uh, there's some videos on it from a guy who shows you how to paint it and everything. And he he does several times, you know. He, and he's a master model builder and he's like, you know, make it your own, you know, do all the things that you want. And, um, I actually have it. If you look me up on YouTube, same number or same name, uh, I have video of the whole thing when it got done, but it took me, well, it took two years to get the parts in. And then it took quite, quite some time to get it all built and painted and everything like that. And it's lit up. The, uh, ramp is motorized and, Um, it, uh, it's, uh, 32 inches long, 24 inches wide, nine inches tall, and it weighs, uh, 22 pounds. Wow. Yeah. It actually has a steel frame inside of it that you have to attach everything to. And it, (laughs) it just had so many, so many pieces. My girlfriend was so (laughs) upset when I was getting it. (laughs) That's really cool. Um, what's, what's the weirdest Star Wars item you have? The weirdest Star Wars item I have, um, let's see. Well, there's my C-3PO in a turret from Empire Strikes Back that if you spin the turret head, it winds up a music box that plays a Star Wars theme. Um, that one's kind of unique in itself. Um, other than that, I mean, a lot of, for me, I I don't buy everything that has a Star Wars label on it. Mm -hmm. Um... But there are things I have to have, mm-hmm. you know, the action figures, the the toys. But um, I don't. I guess I really don't think of anything. Maybe it's just me, and I don't think of it as being weird. I think I mean, uh, that's...
0: the weirdest thing I have <laughs> is from the Taco Bell Phantom Menace era, and it's... oh, you must
4: be talking about the cup toppers
0: no i have the cup toppers i love them dear okay um but the all the jar jar binks water squirters oh okay it's like giant (laughs) giant head and a skinny body and when it's just it looks really bizarre so those are the weirdest things that i just i have in package i've never opened i don't know why i was a kid in 99 i mean i was 12 or 13 and i just never opened them i don't know what the deal is there but um but I still have them for some reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. but they are definitely the weirdest, the uh, weirdest Star Wars items I have. What about what about you, David? Do you have anything that just comes top of mind? Uh, I have a pair
2: a of uh, Chewbacca's. They were Halloween costume, like his teeth. You know how you get the vampire <laughs> teeth? Yeah. yeah. They were his teeth, and they're still in the package. somewhere downstairs. <laughs> It's incredible. Yeah. The things, the things we buy
0: '80s for you. Yeah. The things we buy, right? Yeah. 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 Have you, have you ever, and have you ever bought a star Wars item and just like immediately regretted it?
4: (laughs) Actually, no. Um, the biggest thing, um, there was one that I bought. I pre-ordered real recently and I was very skeptical about them and I was like, well, let them come in. And if I don't like them, I'll just take them back. And they were the – I don't know if you – if you guys went to Celebration, you probably saw them. I think that's when they were revealed was the Star Wars Barbie dolls. Oh, yeah. And I had ordered the Darth Vader, the Princess Leia, and the R2-D2 from GameStop because they had them on pre-order. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, you know, 100 bucks a pop. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be happy. And they came in, and I am just in love with them. They are absolutely so gorgeous. The packaging is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. The, and the dolls are taller than normal. I mean, they'll never come out of the box, but yeah. they don't need to because the way the box is shaped, you can see mm-hmm. them. Yeah, I think the packaging was very important for those. Uh, yes, for
0: them to be successful, and they, they killed the packaging. They crushed it. Yeah, yeah, very good.
2: You good collectors eyes, right yeah. there. Yeah.
4: Oh yeah, I mean uh, they're just they were unbelievable. What uh, What was your first? What was your first Star Wars memory? Uh, July 19th, 1977, Maple View Drive in Hunsdale, Pennsylvania, when I saw it. (laughs) That's incredible. Um, How many times did you see it in theater? Uh, Believe it or not, that was the only time I saw Star Wars in theater. Interesting. Yeah, I just, I saw it once, fell in love with it, and the next time I saw Star Wars was when Empire Strikes Back came out. Oh wow! And now look at you. (laughs) Yeah, same here. Yeah. Um, And it was.
0: What is this? Is all relative, so just go with it. Uh, What's your favorite lightsaber? That hilt, I should say.
4: My favorite lightsaber hilt, and that one I'm torn, torn between because there's two that I really, really like, and some people are probably gonna look at me weird. Um, but, uh, Ahsoka Tano's Mm -hmm. and Count Dooku's. Ah Ahsoka's first set or second set? Uh, Second set. Second set? Yeah. Yeah, I just don't, I think because I might be because of the white blade or in them, Mm -hmm. but, uh, I just think they're, you know, unbelievable and Count Dooku's because of the the curve for it and everything in the little, uh the little fin at the top and all that. And Mm -hmm. I actually have a from Master Replicas, if you remember that store, Mm -hmm. um, they came out with the 0.45 versions of lightsabers um, for a few years. And they were actually putting some of them out at celebrations only and stuff like that. When celebrations were first starting and I have uh, 12 of them and Mm -hmm. Dooku's is one of them that I have. I actually have three different Darth Vader versions because they made three different Darth Vader versions. And they're just... (laughs) I just Like I said, there's things that I... I I don't buy everything that slaps Star Wars on there, Mm -hmm. but there are a lot of things that I have bought that I'm like, yep, I like this. And I have some things that people question me. Like, (laughs) uh, for example, my girlfriend, when Force Awakens came out, what did they come out with? They came out with Star Wars cereal with a freaking... Little spoon inside of it. Yep. You know how many boxes of that stuff I ate? <laughs> oh yeah. Fortunately I just... it was actually a good cereal. So yeah.
0: I just got a box of cereal and it has a Star Wars tattoo in it that your cell phone can read.
4: Yeah, I'm trying to find those in my area. I can't for some reason find them in Baton Rouge. Anywhere. I got the uh, the BB-8 tattoo.
0: <laughs> nice. All right. So who, I who's?
2: That. I haven't seen that yet.
0: It was on uh, Honey Nut Cheerios. Huh? Yeah. It was on the Family Size box. I don't know if it's, if it's just on Family Size or not, but that's the one we got. Um, I
2: know where I'm going after this.
0: <laughs> uh, Andy, who's your favorite character right now at this moment?
4: Right now at this moment, mm-hmm. it would probably have to be Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka? Yep. There's just something about her, the way they did her in Clone Wars. And the fact that you know she was never a live action character, and then she showed up again in Rebels and the book by E. K. Johnston, and mm-hmm. I mean, just she just absolutely floors me the way, and I can't wait to see her in the Clone Wars again when they get that on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're big Ahsoka fans on this podcast.
0: Yeah.
4: Uh, well, you guys, I guess I picked right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my and I actually got to meet uh, Ashley Eckstein in uh, Star Wars Celebration 17. Um, I got her to sign. There was an artist there with Matt Bush, uh, Lynn Zai, and she did like this Japanese scroll um, for the journey of Ahsoka. And I had gotten picked up the scroll, and I did not realize that when I bought it that she was signing it. And then I took it over to um, Ashley and I got her to sign it as well. And yeah, that was, that to me, was really neat. And on top of that, it was literally on my birthday. Oh, so I was like, nice. yeah, this all works out. I uh, I got a celebra- at celebration.
0: I stood in line for 35 minutes to get the Soka shirt and uh, mm-hmm. they sold out by the time I got to the front, but they had one uh, final pop left signed by Ashley so I got that, and it's like one of my favorite pieces I have now. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. So who who is your all-time favorite Star Wars character?
4: That's a toss-up, and believe it or not, my granddaughter tells me we go back and forth about this. But I've always loved Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't go wrong with the boy who has the hope of the galaxy, always writing. He's always always finds a way, always does the right thing. Um, he was definitely one of my favorites growing up. And I also am very partial to Vader. And I think that's more because it's so easy to find Vader stuff. Yeah. I mean, even my truck, I've got dark Vader floor mats, a uh, wheel cover. I, I have the little baby screens in the back and I don't have any kids you know that just because i have vader's head on at the back window and my coworkers are like seriously you don't even <laughs> have children i'm like yeah so don't yeah, judge me you, you all know i'm coming i mean you're like yeah, yeah. so you,
0: you've clearly you're you're in the know about clone wars and rebels and all that jazz so do you have a favorite yes. trooper trooper class or division
4: no not really um i mean they're I've never really gotten the, uh, you know, into, you know, which class or which, you know, division or anything like that. I mean, the uh, 442nd is always awesome. Vader's fist. I mean, the 501st is always. But they really, you know, didn't come till the very end. So you didn't really get to see them in action. Um, but in terms of the clone troopers, I mean, there's particular clone troopers that i liked fives and his character and his story development through the whole clone wars and it was just amazing and the fact that dave filoni was able to do all of that and go back and you know just have this plan for characters and watch their growth and you know rex yeah. and eventually him coming back in rebels and You know, of course, Cody was a big one, especially because of the films. So that all, you know, I never really worried about, you know, ooh, you know, there's the, you know, the infantry or there's the heavy guns or there's all the pilots or this is this division. I never, never so much focused on that, but more the individual clone troopers themselves. Yeah. Excuse me. Those
2: are one of the best arcs in uh, Clone Wars, you know.
4: Yeah, I mean, I've actually got into discussions um, with people about because I think it was one of uh, the group that I tweet with on a regular basis of somebody has said, hey, you know, I've got Disney Plus now and I've never watched Clone Wars. And it's like, "Okay, I don't understand how you missed all that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And they said they had read an article about there's two ways to watch it. One is the chronological order of which it came out. And then the other one is the chronological order in which the episodes take place.
3: Right.
4: Because there, I mean, there's some that, you know, go back, you know, to when fives and all of them were, you know, just coming before they actually made it out to any of the real fighting. And I said, personally, I would do it both ways. Watch them the way they came out in, you know, Airing order, you know, episode one, season one, that sort of thing, and then go back and watch it for the storyline to see, and you'll pick up on different things. That was, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what they actually wind up doing, but that was my recommendation. I think uh, David's got some questions too.
2: Yeah. Okay, man. Uh, your favorite uh, blaster?
4: My favorite blaster? DL 44. hmm. You this can't be, you can't Senko. be, the only one that's even close to Hans is Boba Fett's. The uh, E3? E33, yeah. I mean, that's, if you're going to, my opinion, if you're going to have one of them, you either need Solos or Fets. Other than that, yeah, everything else is just kind of, eh, whatever. I love the sound that Blaster makes. Yeah. Okay, next question would be
2: uh, your favorite quote.
4: Do or do not. There is no try. That's, that's, I'm, I hate to say it this way, but I have actually based decisions on my life based <laughs> on that quote.
0: I was trying to think and, of one myself, like my favorite quote in Star Wars. And I say, and I say, yeah. I say it to those who are initiated like us. So they just kind of look at me like I'm a crazy person, but <laughs> I still use it every day.
4: Hello there. Well, one that I use a lot is uh, impressive. Most impressive. People are like, what are you doing? I'm like, don't worry
0: about it. You don't get it. I think I've said to my daughter a million times, she's three. You failed me for the last time.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I actually got in a... uh, I I got bested by my ex uh, one time. We had gotten two new cats. And I wanted to name them And she said, what are you going to name them? I said, and they were, you know, from the same litter and all that. And I said, I want to name one Chewy, and I want to name one Furball. And she said, why (laughs) Furball? And I said, laugh it up, Furball. And she said, it's Fuzzball. And I said, no, it's not. You're trying to challenge me on this? And she said, yeah, you're wrong on this one. And I said, fine, go get the popcorn. We'll sit down and watch Empire Strikes Back. And she paused the movie after it came up as fuzzball and did the biggest happy freaking, <laughs> I just scored the touchdown of the winning game of whatever for the Super Bowl dance I've ever seen in my life. Going, you're wrong, you're wrong. I did you Star Wars trivia. So, And that, that, well, that was your ex? I'm
2: sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that was, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: think, I think she became the ex shortly thereafter. Yeah, Actually, yeah. <laughs> no, sure, we. Uh, I was they,
2: trying to find the. I was trying to grasp for the words, but yeah. You <laughs> said it. Right. Okay, and sorry. But, um, our next one is uh, your favorite Star Wars item
4: that you own right now. Wow, um, that that's kind of a tough one because like i said i the things i buy are the things that i enjoy Mm -hmm. now there are yeah i guess you're looking for the one thing that you would say above all else this is the one thing i really really you know would be heartbroken if i lost or that sort of thing you know or i got destroyed okay well then i have two because to me they're equal um one of them is the Gentle Giant's Slave Leia statue they came out with where she's uh, kind of laying down with her hands in front of her, leaning up, mm-hmm. um, just because it's, it, it is a beautiful statue. I mean, it's, it's very large. It's very, very well done. It's very lifelike. Mm-hmm. And I actually managed to get one right as it came out. And unfortunately, you know, our princess passed and the value of that thing amazingly went up and I was just shocked. Um, The other thing that I would be absolutely heartbroken if it was ever destroyed or I lost it would be I actually do own a Revenge of the Jedi poster. Oh, nice. Um, I managed to score one down in Orlando back in the dark times. Uh, probably before both of you were born, um, and I—that's—I that actually refer to that way because that was what I call the dark times. Is about eighty-six to ninety-one. Um, that was when you know Jedi was done, the toys were done, Ewoks and droids were off TV, the comic books by Marvel had even ended, and we weren't getting anything. There was no Star Wars to be found. I mean. If you were a collector, you could go and buy stuff pennies on the dollar that were still hanging around in mm-hmm. Toys R Us and Sears and KB Toys and everything because there was it was going away. <coughs> and then well, I'm I'm 44, so
2: I am there. Yeah, I was there.
4: And then you know Timothy Zahn with *Heir to the Empire* he really revitalized. And when I met him at uh, and got my *Throne* book signed by him at convention in 17 um, you know i i told him i said if nobody's ever said it to you i'll say it for the entire star wars family thank you so much (laughs) because if you had not written air for the empire or air to the empire and tested out the waters for george lucas to see whether or not there was still a fan base to do episode one we wouldn't have any of this right now. We wouldn't be standing here, and we wouldn't have all these people all over, you know, all talking and seeing Star Wars. Um, but what I was getting at is, I was down in Orlando when I was in the Navy, uh, going through boot camp and school there. And before I transferred out, I, there was you know several comic book stores and collectible stores around there, everything. And there was this one I went to on a regular basis, and he had a poster. And I was looking at it, and it was $100. And I said, hey, uh, John, can I get this? And he's like, yeah, you got the $100? I'm like, no. And he goes, you know my rules. 10% down, you have 90 days, pay it off. I'm like, okay, got it. And I knew I was getting a bonus for moving in a few weeks to go to my new duty station, so... Uh I went in there and I picked it up and as I was leaving he started laughing and I said what are you laughing about and I said by the way I'm I'll you know see you never again and he goes oh well I just sold you a forgery and I'm <laughs> like no you didn't and he's like yeah I did and I'm like no there's five known forgeries and here's the identifying marks for the forgeries and he went uh how much do you want for it and I went nope <laughs> It's mine now. And, uh, actually my ex, when I was, when we were stationed in Hawaii, she wanted to go get it framed for my birthday while I was out at sea and surprised me. And she brought it into a framing store and it's, you know, a standard movie poster. So it's, uh, 27 by 41. So that way it's got a one inch border around it to hide underneath the little marquee flaps. And, uh, The girl told her, you know, oh, well, then we'll have to build a custom frame or whatever, blah, 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 you know, and all these other things. And my ex was like, okay, so go ahead and build that. And she goes, well, it would be so much easier if we just cut this white strip off. And before my ex even got to say anything, the (laughs) store owner was behind her and said, you cut that poster, you will no longer have a job. (laughs) And he asked my ex, and he said, why are you in here? And she said, because I wanted to get this framed for my husband. He's out at sea, and it's you know, it'll be his birthday when he comes back, and I'd like to do this. And he goes, ma'am, um, I actually don't have enough insurance to cover that poster if something happens to it. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you to leave, and please take that with you. It was very nice to see it. I've, ne- I've heard about them, but I've never seen them. So, That's yeah, good. I actually, yeah, that would be the one thing that I have. And I believe it or not, I still do not have that thing framed. <laughs> I have it rolled and protected, but I just, it, every time I take it to a framing shop, they always want to do this or they want to do that. And then when I start talking about, you know, I want it UV protected and everything, and then they start talking about, okay, yeah, we can do that. And I'm like, all right, just give me a price. And they're like, yeah, it's like a thousand dollars. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll see you later. Somewhere else. Yeah, I'll go find another <laughs> store. So that's awesome, man. Yeah, but I think I've uh, if you guys have got any more questions, if not, then I'll go into different things about my collection. I could talk about it forever, but yeah, I mean, if you want to just uh, talk about some of your stuff, go ahead. Well, I got my, like I said, I saw. Uh, Star Wars, July 19th in 77, and I got my first two action figures. A week later, I actually got R2-D2 and C-3PO, which I still have them. Um, I still have, and this is one of the reasons why my collection is as large as it is, and I still don't consider my collection that large when you compare it to people like you know Steve Sansweet and stuff like that, that are just you know monumental. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you have a collection that you can open up a museum about it, and people same money to go see it yeah that's that's getting on that level but for some unknown reason as an eight-year-old kid i saved everything and i don't know why (laughs) and i and i don't mean like oh you know you saved all your toys you didn't blow them up i mean i know a lot of my you know cousins did and you know my friends did and they you know did this yeah my toys are, are worn they were played with well played with But I mean, I actually saved all the card backs from the action figures, all the boxes from the spaceships and, you know, the X-Wing and with all the packing material inside of it. So I could actually take mine apart and put it back into the shipping material and then slide it back into the box. So as I moved from place to place, you know, I mean, and I didn't know it eight years old that I was going to be in the Navy and have to move a few times and stuff like that. But so right. I, I have all of that stuff and I still do it that way to this day to the point where if I really, really like something, I'll go buy two of them. So that way I can break one out and, you know, uh, I'm not, I'm picky about what I open and what I don't open. Like I have, uh, well, if you saw the video of my room, you saw how many pops I have. those are actually doubled um one right behind the other, and there none of them are opened you know, and there 's a lot of people who say, "Well, you should open everything i 'm like, I open the things that I like <laughs> some of it 's all about the packaging period I mean, yeah, you know and some of it in, I actually used to. Uh, before i did that video i had them turned so you could see the pop through the clear plastic Mm -hmm. but i've run out of room so (laughs) i had to you know i was trying to figure out how to make more room and i was like well if i turn them sideways where i can see the you know the picture of it on the side then you know and i've got an inventory that i keep man i'm not very computer literate so it's actually done on a word document in table format (laughs) But uh and it's two one inch binders. And now there is a lot of things that okay, I have one of and you know, like an action figure series, I have one or two of these and I have a list of all of them. But there's also a lot of things that it's just like, okay, I just have, you know, oh Hot Wheels cars, these are all the ones I have. You know, or posters, these are all the ones I have, or um yeah, plates. I have the collector plates. You know, I've got all sorts of different... I've got trading pins. I actually have the 1978 fan club pin set that they came out with. It was 14 different pins. (coughs) And my biggest problem is I don't have enough space to display everything I want to. (laughs) I think that's
0: everybody's problem.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Well, my... (laughs) Uh, girlfriend has been telling me you need to keep it all in one room and i i I can't anymore i just literally can't you know some of the things that i was one of the reasons why i got the cabinets that i have that are outside the room is because i'm like you know these are to me um you know, showpieces or stuff like that, you know, putting it in a box is not nearly as nice mm-hmm. as, I mean, this was a, you know, this is a statue or this is a plate, you know, so I have all those things out mm-hmm. and that freed up a lot of space, but that also let me turn around and go, oh, I have space. <laughs> I can go out and buy this. <laughs> oh, actually, um, uh, one of the other things that I would be very upset if I uh, wound up losing is I do have... A Star Wars Adventures of Luke Skywalker 27 book, if you know what that is. Well, that's cool. If you don't know, I'll educate you. Let well, I me mean, go for it. Some people may not know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The first printing of Star Wars was actually done by Reader's Digest in a hardback version. And it came out before the movie came out, and it actually had photos of the movie that you know some of the some of the photos were actually cut from the movie and the way they kept track like books nowadays they put in the front first edition and the date published and everything like that readers digest um with their book club did not do that they actually on the last page of type in the gutter of the book so where the binding is all the way down at the bottom of that page They would put a numeric code, and S-27 is the first printing of the Star Wars book. When I first read that, I was very excited because I went home, and I looked at my book, and I was like, I I think I have an S-27. Well, they actually have on a website, I don't remember what one, but they have a list of all the codes, so you can actually figure out what printing you have. Mine's like G49, which is like the 35th printing of the book. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> so then I, of course, I had to go and find a S-27 um, because, well, I had to have it. Yeah. I was trying to think of
0: the item, Star Wars item I have that I just couldn't live without. And I think I have two. I have the Farm Boy Luke Kenner figure. That I've had literally my entire life, mm-hmm. um, and then I have a Don Post Vader helmet that I'm refurbishing that I've had for as long as I can remember.
4: Oh, the Don Post um, helmets
0: were so beautiful! So, so it's I've had it for so long, mm-hmm. and I played with it when I was a kid. So it's good. I mean, the, the top of the helmet was cracked and chipped. Um, so I've been in the process of fixing that. So, um, it looks a hell of a lot better now. I just need to finish the paint job on it. Um, but yeah, I would those are the two things I just could never get rid of what about you Dave
4: uh,
2: my Empire Strikes Back
4: um, DL44 oh nice the, yeah
2: the, I've had that thing with me I mean, ever since it came out and my dad bought it for me whenever I was sick oh was wow <laughs> that's crazy so, yeah so it's pretty yeah and uh had it ever since she's carried it from it's place amazing to place.
0: uh i moved i moved from um, ohio yeah. to dc and my vader helmet stayed at my parents house for 10 years in, in my personal dark period <laughs> yeah of uh, no star wars and i finally <laughs> moved down here got a, a space and i was like i i need that vader helmet <laughs> and that started the uh the waterfall, as i call it in my jumping back into star wars collecting
4: yeah, I never really, I, I slowed down at different times um, just due to, you know, uh, birth of children or, you know, got to pay for college for somebody, you know, stuff like that. But mm-hmm. um, in the last few years, actually, probably about the last, uh, I don't know, let's see, Revenge of the Sith came out in 05. Uh, so I'd probably say about '04, i I've been going pretty heavy and it's just been getting worse because more and more stuff comes out now. I mean, there's, you know, Lucasfilm always did a good job of merchandising. I mean, mm-hmm. he was an incredible, incredible idea of that, you know, that, oh, I want to me- retain merchandising rights regardless. You know, when he first did Star Wars mm-hmm. and then with Disney taking it over, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Although, like my uh, girlfriend's daughter-in-law, when I first started hanging out with her and I had started, I mean, we had started dating in January. So we rolled around a Christmas and it had almost been a year. So, you know, you know, kind of like family now and everything. And she said, you know, before I met you. Wars was out there. I've, ne- I've seen the first movie. That's it. Never really interested. Blah, blah, blah. And now that I've met you, it's like Star Wars is everywhere you turn around. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it pretty much is. Yeah. It makes
0: me so <laughs> bummed to think that they stopped making the three and three quarters for the last movie. <laughs>
4: <clears throat> yeah, I was I was disappointed with that. Um, I don't know if you guys... Uh, if you follow anybody else, uh, like Boss Bounty or uh, Usual Mike and, uh, on YouTube or anything, they've had some uh, videos, conversations about that. And I actually wrote one of them. Uh, I think it was Boss Bounty. And I said, I understand that you're happy that it's gone away, but I would have liked it to go away after the last movie came out and then just said, okay... All the movies, you know, the, the nine movies That's are it. out. And from now on, we're not going to make the three and three quarter inch because those were, I mean, it, that was what I grew up with, mm-hmm. you know, and to just complete yep. the collection, even though the three and three quarter inch now, I mean, not even not even talking about the TVCs, the regular ones that came out for The Last Jedi, three and three quarter, I mean, that was the bread and butter of being a kid.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I mean yeah they weren't you know super articulated they're a lot more detailed than they are now you know and they look a lot more like the actors right. and actresses but except <laughs> it Oscar was still yeah yeah <laughs> they still no. can't get Oscar but they you know that that was the bread and butter for me as a kid I mean I remember being heartbroken my first birthday which is in April after Star Wars came out And the Creature Cantina had come out. And we had gone on a trip to go see a relative of mine who was sick. And we decided to have my birthday there. And there was this big box that was wrapped up in the back. And I thought it was the Creature Cantina. Because I hadn't seen it in stores yet. Because, you know, I mean, I couldn't just go to a store. I was, you know, going to be nine. So, you know, I'm sitting here expecting this. And I open it up. And... It was a self-pitching machine, <laughs> and I was—I was literally just heartbroken. That's funny, <laughs> and, and I mean this was this was a relatively big box, and I thought I was going to be it, and I was like, "Oh, it's a pitching machine." So yeah, <laughs> if
0: you're still listening that this is, uh, this deep end of the podcast,
4: thank you. Um,
0: we had some technical issues and we lost uh andy but definitely follow him on twitter his collection is insane um obviously he's a stand-up guy and super positive so yeah Yeah, thank you thank you you for coming on um, appreciate you coming on and david appreciate you as always and may the force be with you